so good i don't but i do now that's awesome it's like too cold to hold they call the ghostbusters in the end control oh yeah dude it's it's awesome it was when i was just vibing out to it they're in control too cold too cold to handle too cold no, i don't know too cold to handle too cold to go <laughs> too cold to handle i'm fucking froze <laughs> <laughs> nice. we are breaking right. breaking ground everybody <laughs> Yeah, All right, this is where we get into today's subject. Crouch. Uh, what are we talking about today, sir? We're talking about how my camera keeps messing up. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me fix that real quick. It's you're, you're, there, you're back. Okay, there we go. Nice. All right, I fixed it. Um, so today's subject is, um, there isn't one term for it in the English language. I couldn't find any in a, any other language. But humans have this weird need, like, even if you live in an absolutely beautiful area, you you still have this, like, I need to I need to change my perspective. I need to change where I am in my setting. And you end up going on uh, uh, our, our friends across the pond call it going on a holiday. Um, we call it a vacation. Um, my SO and I went camping and that. It's it, it created a, an, interest, an interesting uh, perspective on it because I didn't actually get rest and relaxation. I didn't actually get what you sort of seek. Um, and, and we're going to be talking about the why, like why we do it. What part of our lives are we actually trying to avoid and run from or recuperate? Like, why aren't we working harder to create a home where we don't need that? Instead, we work hard to make money so we can go buy a vacation. You, you bring up a really good point. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 from Maine. Maine is actually called vacation land and I live in vacation land. Oh, my so goodness. I didn't even know that. I, That's awesome. I, sh I should never Dang. leave. It's I, it used to be like as far as the United States go, like top three like places that people would come. Uh, you know, it's it's sought after. We have so much coastline and rocky, you know, hiking and lighthouses and all that. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're a little cheaper than things. You can get housing and like stuff cheaper generally up here. So like if you're living in like Boston or something and you want to have a camp, it's like, hey, let's go spend less money, you know. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of cool. But but me, I live in vacation land, but my favorite place to go is down where you are in New Hampshire. That shithole is like fucking, might as well be utopia. I mean, fucking New Hampshire. What? New, New Hampshire's gorgeous. Like we were. Yeah, no, it's it's beautiful. When Lord of the Rings was being filmed, um, New Hampshire was listen, one of the. Was, listen to this bullshit. If, if, New, if New Zealand wasn't going to work, um, they were going to do New Hampshire. 
But New Hampshire posed like so many problems with like editing out like power lines and editing out like landscapes and stuff that New Zealand actually ended up being cheaper budget wise. It's cheaper to fly the entire crew and all the equipment to another country than to edit out all the bullshit that Americans put along our roads and in the wilderness. <laughs> well, I thought it was just because like most of them were already over there too, right? Oh yeah, a lot Is of there... them already already lived over there and um like there Peter were, Jackson's from there. There were, there were a lot Hugo of places Levin, that were trying to there's a lot of places that were trying to do exactly that, though. They were trying to do like they're trying to get them the production to come. Um, oh yeah, to well, us. You, you know why they do that, right? It's yeah, a huge because it's a boom. Huge, yeah, it's huge boom. Yeah. Like we just we just got um um, I say we because I do some volunteer work for the city, but we we just got um the Iron Man decathlon to sign on to the city that I that I do some work That's in. Cool. And, and it, it's nuts because, and this is like, this is before like kind of the prices have gone up. They estimated that when that comes in for a weekend, it brings in $10 million worth of revenue for the city between, it's mainly going to be hotels, unfortunately, but like 10% of that goes to restaurants and shops. So the people who run businesses are huge benefactors. The only trouble is it screws up the normal flow of things for everybody else. Like you're shooting a movie and you're shutting stuff down and mm -hmm. you know, people probably commuting or whatever. So it can be, depending on your perspective, it's going to be good or bad, like anything. Right. I know New Hampshire's beautiful. And that's funny that they wanted to shoot Lord of the Rings here. That's, that's where the dreamers arcade uh, kind of is, is, is based in the mountain mountains of mount washington i think i but, uh i think i actually said that backwards i think new hampshire wanted lord of the rings to film here yeah of course yeah yeah did but, i say it backwards but, no well you said it how i said it the first time but i said it wrong the first time um i think it's new hampshire wanted um weta softworks and peter jackson to film here to help us with you know our economy and stuff but yeah um the reason being is our scenery, right? So we we have like amazing scenery, just like Maine, beautiful, right? That's part of why yeah. New Hampshire and Maine are playgrounds for Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Um, Vermont is also kind of used as a playground. I'm not calling you out, dude. But well, no, here's this guy. True. There's there's a guy who actually put this very well. Um, I'm gonna credit him, but we're gonna listen to this video. Okay. Um, this guy is just hilarious. New England is that like you know, right? Oh. Like in New England, I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah, so like Massachusetts is the main character in the story, right? But like New England's like a family, like but Massachusetts is the dad, right? Massachusetts the dad, and Boston is the mother. I can't hear anything. Everybody knows but dad, you know, but it's coming but through it's like computer audio. Says, you know what I mean? Like we we listen to the mom, stream. Like dad's the main guy. And then you got your little brother, which is Rhode Island. That's Junior Varsity. You know what I mean? Mom and dad love him. He can't do anything wrong, no matter what. He's always the favorite, no matter what. We love him. We go to all the games. We keep trying to give you fucking teams and stuff and all that. But, you know. And then you got New Hampshire, which is like the older brother. He's, you know, we, you know, everybody loves him, but he can never do anything right because he's kind of disappointing. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, he should be doing better. But, you know, it's, you know, it's weird. 
but whatever. Then you got Maine, which is like your weird fucking cousin, but you love to visit him. <laughs> you can't stop visiting him because he's got like ATVs. This guy's great. And you shoot shit and just dead things there. And there's lakes and it's like the woods and you get away from the fucking city and you're like, yeah, fucking it. But you don't want to live there. You just like visiting him a lot. And then you got Vermont, which is like your weird fucking uncle. You know what I mean? He smokes a lot. Smokes a lot of the lettuce. And he's got a lot of liberal thoughts, and you're like, what the fuck is this dude? But you know, he's <laughs> up there, and you're like, oh. See, you, you know what's funny about growing up in New England is that, like, you know, right, like, in New England, I'm from Massachusetts, so, like, Massachusetts is the main character in the story, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty much that. Um, oh, that, gonna, that's, yeah. that was funny. It's so accurate. Like, I don't know so much. I mean, like, the main Vermont, New Hampshire felt so right to me, mm -hmm. like, <laughs> yeah it did it did feel like an accurate representation See, you know okay the main's crazy because it's like they got eight tvs and like we're looking around like the dreamers yeah like, uh that's a little too on the nose and then like my dad and like the neighbors they're all shooting guns all the time you always hear like sunday shooting ranges so going all of the uh, all the credits are right there um if you guys are here on twitch that's uh where you can Get the credit for um you know find him if you want to follow him specifically we're going to go in the rise of mind links on the space viking discord as well we're going to be working on a rise in mind discord soon but we're thinking that's going to be sort of a more of a closed system special secret club a secret so, it's not a secret it's not a secret you just have to pay to get into it it's exclusive it's because we got to manage it we get it like the amount of time and effort we have to put into managing all this stuff like we're gonna it's just we can't do these things for free constantly <laughs> mm -hmm. i'm already so like, i'm already doing so much stuff for free you can go ahead and follow me over on um on twitch at space viking 42 that discord is open to anybody he's shouting out his own shit we're supposed to be no 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 self-promotion asshole I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. sketch of Dreamers Arcade. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not going to be tacky like that. I don't know. Pull myself up by my own bootstraps. Oh, oh come I off it. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to beg. I don't need to be out there begging. No one ever gave me shit. Bo I think boomer you know, style. I think you know this, but just for our listeners. Mm-hmm. So, pull yourself up by your bootstraps was originally used to refer to a task that's impossible. Yeah. It's believed to come from the German author Rudolf Erich Rasp, who wrote about a character who pulled himself out of a swamp by pulling his own hair. What? Like, like, like you, like, imagine trying to lift yourself up, but you're well, lifting, but you're lifting you. You're not actually lifting. Like, no you're, problem here. Right. Pulling your hair out. I have to like skull it, dude. Maybe I could do this. Mm, rip me out. You could do it, dude. You could probably get your hair up over a branch. Maybe, maybe you had long hair. Like when you break apart the actual phrase, it's it's that's what they meant by it. Really, that's that's pretty cool. That's the really because like, if you over time, if you take right? your bootstraps and you try to lift, actually pick yourself up by them. 
You, you can't because you're you're all the force is going to your stra the straps and not actually lifting you up. So it's supposed mm. to refer to something ridiculous, like be like beating a dead horse or, um, like bang hitting your head against a wall. Like it's the same phrase as that. It's supposed to mean that's impossible. You need to stop pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and actually put your efforts into something that's going to actually work for you. And that's what we do here on Rise of Mind. That's funny. So people say that wrong all the time. They don't they mean say it's it's become that, politicized. That's why it's become yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's that's not right at all, guys. Because, like, when someone's like, you're not doing well, say, whatever, you know, you're down on the bottom here of the mine, and they're up looking down the hole, like, come on, man, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, get up here. And then it's like, no, that's impossible. I'm so fucking poor, and I have no resources. I can't build a ladder, dude. That's mm -hmm. I'd have to climb up with with my hands like Batman out of the Oh, Ooh. I don't know. Batman pulled himself up by the bootstraps, so... But he was a million. He was a million billionaire or whatever. So, <laughs> hey, Damaris, what's up? Yep, Damaris in the chat here. Welcome, welcome. Thanks we're for talking. Us. We're talking about phrases that don't make sense that people like to use. <laughs> that well, pulling yourself that, up by your bootstraps is bull bullshit. Strap. Originally oh. meant as a phrase to describe something that's impossible. It's like. I feel like back when the phrase like became you like was first starting used starting use sorry excuse me wow one second blah blah that was awesome blah blah, blah, blah. <laughs> words we got um yeah pull yourself up by your bootstraps was originally like to say that what that person is doing is impossible and they're wasting their energy but did the German guy get out because the, the the example he said he. The German guy was in quicksand or a swamp or something. He pulled himself up by his own hair out of which is impossible. Yeah. Did, he did he get out? Get I don't. Out. I don't know that the the, uh, the quick search doesn't have the uh, the full story. But you know that was some probably like ego bullshit where it was like, how'd you get out of that swamp? It was like, you know, okay, pulled, pulled myself up by my own hair. Really, like a branch fell or something, or some guy came along. So, and was like, dude, need help. So in the, ninth, in the 19th century, the expression was mostly used to refer to impossible tasks. Here's an example from Bryant and Stratton's Counting House book, Bookkeeping in 1863. The person competent to construct the system of philosophy on such a basis would be able to show how a man might lift himself by his own bootstraps or get rich by taking money from one pocket and putting it into the other. That's where that's where it got stolen. That's where it got taken from from like the idea. So people understood the expression as pulling yourself up by your bootstraps to mean attempting to do something absurd until the 1920s, at which point it started to evolve toward the current understanding to do something without any outside help. Like wow. the current like because of culture, the current usage isn't wrong necessarily, but the concept I like this concept better of like, you're doing something absurd. Like I, I feel like a person should be able to help themselves without outside help. But in many ways, many of the ways that people do that, they're, they're trying a method that's completely absurd and they're not going to actually be able to do it. So I wish we'd go you, back to this phrase, you know, of this version of it. I think I can kind of surmise in my own head where 
where the confusion might have been too because it seems like kind of a jerk insult like like probably people saw some guy trying to do something and it'd be like look at this asshole over here trying to pull himself up by his bootstraps you know so it was like it, it had a negative thing and then people would be like a boot a guy trying to pull himself up by his bootstraps over here you know so it wasn't ever so that's like now people use it in a way that's not nice where it's like get your shit together pull yourself up by your bootstraps but that up. doesn't get your shit that doesn't get your shit together right my boots it, are it's impossible up. yeah my boots my boots don't fucking fly dude i'm not icarus and you know what happened to him <laughs> he flew close to the sun dude get up there when you go fucking pull yourself up by your bootstraps so fucking high that you go into the goddamn sun oh my asshole. goodness yeah See? There, there you go there's there's your counter when someone's fucking with you mm-hmm. don't do it on facebook either fuck that petty pig pen we've gone, we've Just, gone fully into the into the absurdity of that rising um, mind not on facebook by the way we're not on we're not going to be on facebook never we're done get off of it get a, find us you on want, instagram or don't find us <laughs> you want the real stuff you, you, you find us on reels that's right even we're though in, facebook owns it i don't want to i just don't want that that world of cowards <laughs> hiding behind screens that don't do anything and they're just like you need to you need, do this no fucking i'm doing stuff you, you need, need to, to come help you need the stuff to happen you outside, need, you need outside to of your help. life get off your ass get off in front of that screen time what's your screen time for the week loser you know my, forever you know what my screen time for the week is what i'm at um 43 hours yeah, you're fucked up, dude. That's bad. No, no got, you've been editing. You've been editing videos. I've been, I've been editing video. I actually had. That's. I think that's where my face in the carpet feeling actually happened. Was I was editing and it was encoding, and I got up from the chair and my brain was like buzzing from all the like screens and and like thinking <laughs> that I like just went on the ground and I'm like. Rare. <laughs> But it wasn't Power just it wasn't down. it wasn't just the editing. It was just the the amount of screens because I go from work, which is all screens, and then like I'll take a break at work and I'll go on my phone as a break, and then I'll come home and be like, oh, I need to relax, so I'll play a video game, which is also a screen. And then you'll have your Discord up while you're doing that, like yeah, doubling it's, down uh, multiple. Yeah, you're you're it's brutal. So that's that's a form of that's like a form of vacationing, but it also it's an, another perspective of it doesn't help. It doesn't actually help. All the screen time isn't actually helping. Like it's it's sold as a relaxation thing, but it's actually making my life worse. Yeah, it can like anything, the amount of how much you consume it. Like like if I mean, if you were, it depends on your values too. Like you have to like uh, uh, always say hey, Inky. Oh, and Damaris. Yeah. The, you gotta you have a ghost account or something, or, uh, I use my wife's, you know, just keep someone, you know, you know, and have them fall, you know, <laughs> have a burner you know, phone doing some, yeah. doing some, some, uh, some shady shit. You're going to have a second account for everything. Having the yeah, rise in uh, mind account actually felt like a little sketchy at first. Cause like, and now I have multiple accounts to do things with. Although this, the Rise of Mind account isn't going to be, um, you better not, I better not go on that Instagram and just find booty shaking videos <laughs> all up in your suggested. Cause that's CP sketches. No, that's not Rise in Mind. <laughs> Instagram knows what it's doing. You guys, Instagram knows. Yeah. So all you have to do is like, 
you like one video of booty shaking and then suddenly you'll get like 20 of them and it's like i just i just liked one i liked the pattern of her pants <laughs> Basically, like it's once... it's really easy for social media to market to straight white males. <laughs> it, it, no, it's, it knows exactly so what you want. Ass. Bro, it's because there's so much ass behind that door. So here we go. Here's the door. Here's a visual oh, you representation. Mean, you mean the algorithm like, has the content to give you? Hey, look, I turned blue because of the reflection. You did. Uh, it killed the intensity. We got but some color theory it. there. We got the color there. Check it out. You go to open the door. I was like, maybe I want to look in, look in a little bit on this. Look behind here and see if there's any ass. You crack it a little bit. Boom! There's so much ass behind that door. It's like the Hoover Dam. Oh, shit. It's up in your face. And now it's just here to stay. It's all... It's the room, dude. You look yeah. up, like, like, science and shit. They're like, I could not find results. I have a weird mix in. now because of that, because of that, like, string of algorithm breaking that I did. Now I have mm -hmm. like I have philosophy and science and gaming and technology and then just booty. <laughs> like it's all mixed together. And I'm like, I'm okay with this. But how did my yeah. algorithm get so so like <laughs> skewed? <laughs> you know? I'm being very considerate on um on the rise in mind side to not click on anything that even looks like booty uh, even that's if it's why, like an animal or yeah. pants that's why i was so worried um <laughs> sorry that's why i was so worried when you uh started following people i was like no don't 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 get the algorithm thinking anything i don't want any i don't want anything on there don't follow anybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the the intent, I I try to guide, this is my CP's advice corner over here, I try to have intention and understand when I'm doing a specific project, we'll call Rise and Mind a project, what mm -hmm. is the intention other than philosophy and bonding and doing art and friendship and just different things like that, yeah. what's really the, and helping other people, so those are some kind of key things, so I'm, uh, you know, looking at booty. <laughs> On Rise of Mind, it's kind of <laughs> counterproductive. So I'm like, well, what do we? We're we're, we're like mid-century. We like 70s sci sci-fi. Uh, how mm -hmm. about um, how about you like jeeps a lot? And then I was like, how about mining? We followed we, some I, jeeps. Dude, mining mayhem is hilarious. I love that. Like that was, there was a like funny an place. Yeah. There's like an excavator oh in like God. a swamp, and it's like, keep digging, you'll get out soon. Yeah, that was <laughs> good. Like, so that's like that's like pull yourself up by your bootstraps yeah oh yeah and the, pretty, and the, and the guy's trying thinking. to explain the guy's trying to explain <laughs> to the other guy hold on we can actually bring this up we just might have to explain it a bit for the audio version but the guy's <laughs> trying the guy's trying to explain like some really like sciencey shit too i'm like that's us dude <laughs> like, like that's that's me in the hole that's me in the hole being like that's how gravity works <laughs> and, I, and, and in the video he's in in a little mine a uh, little little trench and he's got his shirt pulled up over his belly it's yep. pretty funny uh so and he's got a hard hat on so yeah let me, if you let get me set that this up, up for people here I'll set the scene. Yeah. There's a guy in a trench and he's yelling at, I think, two co-workers, one on each side, just ranting out like, this isn't going to work, basically. Yeah. Uh, and he's got his belly up. He's got a nice tan. Uh, he's been probably 
flashing that belly all year. Oh yeah. And imagine his his man chest there, like white as white as all heck, right? But uh, all heck. <laughs> He yeah. looks like he takes his shirt off. He looks like he's wearing like a halter top. Mm-hmm. So we're still we're we're technically still in the intro because we broke ground for like a second. But I still want to share this video with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, go to the share screen. We're gonna have double CP here for a second because my share screen double is still CP. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thank well, you everybody a, for joining us, and an you idea. can find us on Instagram. And yeah, what were you saying? I just got an idea. Uh-oh, this is dangerous. <laughs> Matt's got an idea. Hey, don't let me have an idea. I can see your screen. You can see my screen? Be careful. You've had issues with that, I've heard. I, don't, I, have, I have not. Well, no, okay, so last night on the Baldur's Gate 3 stream, um, there, was a, there, there was, there was, a, there was a, a softcore porn scene in the game and i'm like am i breaking uh, tos like i had the nudity turned off at least but they still like they i feel like the, the people who created the game were very smart about um how they like how they're gonna do it like how they're gonna how they're how they're gonna let people stream their their game and still have their their sex scenes right oh like they consider that it's going to be broadcasted and there's yeah. tos and they want to so they don't use sex or even stuff but uh, copyright music's an issue like in games so they right. should probably move away from that and just go back to just digital like midi loops or some shit like i mean we don't need to be listening to like like uh i don't know what the fuck do they play i don't know I don't know. I don't have an example. CP, CP oh, sketch is the one here. You turn off nudity, it's more explicit. All right, here's the video, you guys. <laughs> here it is. Because you grab it, he pulls it out. You dig a hole in the center of the earth, no matter how deep you go, it's going to fall. Gravitational pull. You think that fucking tree wouldn't be in the ground and just floating around if we were out here with no gravitational pull? gravity the earth flat. It don't. The earth ain't flat. A fucking solar eclipse, you look at your goddamn moon, it's got a fucking circle in it, and not a flat line. <laughs> you damn ignorant motherfucker, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's, that's like, I, I just saw like, uh, the the alternate, the alternate universe version of us. See, I love his belly up, and then he gets so up. mad, it like, Gravitate. It like falls down. Right. Look, he's trying to. He's doing it. He was doing a, like a a demonstration too. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, sure. you know what he was doing? I think he was. I think his friend was trying to argue that the Earth is flat. I think he was trying to say that the Earth's flat, and he, no, he just because he... he's like he's like, how can it be flat? Because he's and he's like the and then you see the eclipse and it's circular. Yeah, he's, and he he's, talks yeah, about he was basically he was debunk like someone who. Oh, this is this is the my favorite thing about that video. Actually, I'm glad you touched on that. Because my my favorite thing about that video is that construction workers are seen as um, not intelligent normally. Like that's that's sort of like yeah. that's that's the stereotype. But mm-hmm. he he figured out that the Earth is a sphere, like so easily. He's like, why do you think the eclipse shows shows a circle and not a flat a flat line? And then I think he says, you motherfucker, like right after that. <laughs> I love it. He uses the language, man, because that's what you have to do. Like. like- 
I, I work in construction and, uh, you know, it's small. It's generally the fights that I'm having with my, my father. <laughs> like we work together. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> one day. Sorry, Dad. He, okay. he, he, was, he was a bit on Trump's dick one day. Yeah. And, uh, and whatever. I don't care what you believe in, people. Uh, rise of mind. We're trying to not get super political. But uh, I wasn't a fan of what he was saying. <laughs> I was like, I, was like I, I ended up, and I never do this, too. I was just mm -hmm. like... I was getting mad. I was like, fuck, fuck you, dude. I like, smacked him in the chest. He's like, don't you hit me. I'll fuck you. I was like, fuck it. Let's go, dude. <laughs> and I was like, fuck the truck, man. I'm fucking out. And I just like took off and walked away and I got a call to my wife and picked good up. Job. Like, good job walking away. Yeah. Well, you know, come to find out, there's a lot of yeah. kind of anger and mania in my family. And both dad and I are mm -hmm. so similar. And we don't always like he now kind of sees the light of it. He's like, yeah, that was shit. Mm -hmm. Like, cause like he gets, he gets really seduced by things. And right. if there's a few people around him, he's a people pleaser. So he doesn't want everybody to be like, yeah, I'm cool with everything. But then he's trying to neutralize. And I'm just like, nah, I don't like this shit, man. I don't like the celebrity asshole running yeah. stuff. And, and then now we can kind of see like, oh yeah, that was kind of a joke. And it's like, yeah, and it's it's yeah, of course it was, dude. Of course it was, brother. Uh a little Hogan for you. Um but yeah, so today Yeah, we're gonna break know, we're gonna we're gonna break no, wait, wait, again wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. If you didn't know, if you're one hour into the podcast, because we've been talking about Well, we were just talking about some some completely tangential shit that we can probably what were the, what were we just talking about for like 10 15 minutes that is, is has nothing to do with vacation and like getting away well we were talking about that, screen screen time sort of went into it a little bit like we we stay in the okay. we we stay within a venn diagram of our subject normally i noticed i've been doing like it's <laughs> some editing but like it all sort of is in a frame of adhd there's, there's yeah, definitely the, the biggest circle that we stay in in our Venn diagram is probably ADHD because we it always sort of feeds back into it. Like, why is our shit fucked up? Oh, <laughs> probably the ADHD. <laughs> so, like, yeah, we were trying to get into some camping. Do you mind if I go into the breaking ground again? Yeah, yeah. We're still here, buddy. Yeah, we got it. Okay, break. break take two. We should be, we should be well into the, the deep one hour <laughs> break, we took a break, 36 yeah. minute intro and we're still in breaking ground we got it it's gonna be it's gonna be a day and we're here probably more fun than normal we're in it so breaking ground everybody in yeah in it dude in it in it yeah we gotta move this down too i'm always adjusting everything here we go why 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 Shout do we blazing tree terrain right here yeah in it in, 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 it, it. in it in it emo in nice. the chat in it so we have our in um it. we have our little robot now too greeting so this actually has you have a little you have a little badge now dreamer do you see that um in twitch there oh yeah I got like the, a, what is that like a snake dick no hover over it it does look like a snake dick doesn't it snake dick no, Artist. Artist. yeah, Moderator. Moderator. That, cool. yeah, yeah. So you actually have a lot of power here in the stream. If like someone's like being stupid, you can just ban them. 
<laughs> you have all you have all those powers. I, I made you an editor even, so that might be really good content because as much as I want to be the sweet, nice, nice, yeah. nice guy that I try to be, mm -hmm. I come from a real toxic place where everybody was yeah. chewing each other apart, and when you fuck up. You would hear about it, so mm -hmm. come on into the Rising Mind chat, and maybe I'll create some side content <laughs> clips of CP CP shut shit down. CP be, gives the fucking shovel to some stupid fuck. That'd be that'd be fun <laughs> to actually have a compilation of like what you say when you're banning people. Oh, that's, it'd be so that's, cathartic, dude. That's some that's some future thinking, though. Are you ready to break well, them around it, here? If they come in right now, dude, come on, come on, come on, roll the dice. I gotta stop Troll. giving. I gotta stop giving your brain ammo until <laughs> I can jump off. You gotta start start giving it dopamine, dude. We yeah. start talking about trolls coming in when I'm in a good mood. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna fucking get them. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, CP, junior, from the sideline. Okay, see. When you, I'm performative. I can't help it. We're talking about sort of like the human need to like say even even if you live in a a nice area, you still have this like need to like want to change your perspective or your scenery, like get sort of a, a change of scenery to sort of uh, jumpstart your brain and get get yourself back into a, a healthy state of mind. And this idea of vacationing. And I want to I want to get I think we, we were about to sort of like launch off on this subject. Because I had triggered something in your mind, CP, when I said that why don't we create that in our lives? Why do we like why don't we create that in our lives so that we don't have to pay money to buy it in another place? Yeah. Instead, what we're what we're what we're uh, what we're doing is spending forty hours a week, or sorry, yeah, forty hours a week at our jobs to to spend money so that we end up having to spend that money to get the feeling that we could have all week at home. But instead we chose to live in a gray box and work in a gray box. So now we have to travel a couple hundred miles to someone else's state and scream and yell and play music in a camper. And then make it so that my significant other's son can't get to sleep. Yeah, you know? I heard you had some good neighbors <laughs> on your camping trip. Don't go camping on Labor Day, guys. No, that's the thing. <laughs> that's like, so stupid. C I don't know why we C chose that C day. <laughs> CP's vacation. This is this is how I vacate. I live in a world that looks like I am legend. Yeah. <laughs> Just me walking around New York City all by myself, talking to myself, talking to mannequins mm -hmm. and shit. That's what I'm the most happy doing. So when people are like, hey, CP, you want to go see a movie this weekend? I'm like, uh, how about Tuesday at one? <laughs> I actually would you know, love that. Yeah, you go, what, you go like, Christmas shopping and you, you got to do IRL stuff. Hey, a record blizzard. It's night. Let's go out. Stores will be open another hour and let's hit everything. Like I figured out a way my dad did this a lot. So he yeah. figures out, a, he figured out a way to avoid shit like that. And, and going out on the weekend, uh, going, uh, going to, uh, popular places, mm -hmm. um, going out during holidays. Like I like vending on those days because I hope people come out 
and buy stuff for me because they're out. I know they are. So it's a higher chance that I'm going to probably get a little bit of money and uh, not always, but Hey, you try it out and it's the gamble, but uh, yeah, but going out to a public place and camping and things like that, you know, I'd be a little sus, but then again, I'm going to Salem at the beginning of October and uh, that's going to be probably pretty packed. Yeah, that's like I, I tend to avoid Salem. I like to go to Salem at the end of September where it's like they're starting to open up all those shops and stuff and like stuff is still going to be like active, but there's going to be a lot less people because people aren't thinking Halloween yet. Like September 28 would probably be when I'd go or September like uh, 18th around those times. That's a real generalization. People aren't thinking Halloween. Dude, I've been in Halloween mode since I was born. <laughs> well, yeah, so, well, like, me too. Like, Halloween's my favorite. Like, if I were to do something vacation-y, I think I would actually prefer to do a uh, Halloween-based one. I do most of my stuff um, in, the, in the autumn, fall time. Um, you know, it's hot, humid, and buggy. So hiking, hiking this time of year is, no. Uh, I mean in the summertime i say this time of year because we've had a record high it was like 86 degrees the other day and my felt like uh 96 degrees in september in maine and i'm like all the black flies are coming out and shit like and those are supposed to die out by like july i'm like what is going on so uh it feels a lot like the beginning of summer but this time of year is beautiful as it cools down the bugs kind of go away and you take wonderful uh, walks uh, Robert Frost style diverge in the wood and uh, and then maybe you end up in New Hampshire and you give space Vike in the wood bow 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 sorry man don't mean to sexually harass you but uh, he's a good looking motherfucker I've been violated <laughs> no, I'm just kidding <laughs> um, don't uh, so don't don't come to New Hampshire specifically to violate me just come for the mountains and the trees I mean it's a nice bonus you've got a fun spot arcade and then you swing by his house and yeah. <laughs> give him the swing by give so him the love here's a funny thing about New Hampshire is we're like a tall state it's like very uh, like kind of tall and thin not compared to Maine but the way that the way the orientation is is that he says uh, take take a trip up to Space Vikings house. It's like so, if you go to Fun Spot, you're talking like an hour drive to get up to where I am. <laughs> it's yep. like it's like no, that's not a quick stop. That's a you're gonna plan that out. <laughs> it's... Oh, I just clipped myself in the face. Hey, I wanna I wanna do I wanna do something just real quick for okay. our, our YouTube our YouTube people. Uh, 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 let me just grab my. Uh, uh. Okay. Hold on. You heard the, the, the troll. So I've got a piece wait, of paper. Wait, don't. Are you gonna go? Don't, you gonna I go big screen? I am. Um, I don't know if I got you on this one. Hold on. I thought I had both of us for this. I guess I'll just make you big on the on the other one. That's quicker. Make me big. Here we go. Here's an art lesson. <laughs> I mean, it, no, not really an art lesson. But see, we got a piece of paper here, right? Yeah. And we take a pen. Now, most of the states in the United States look a lot like this. Yep. Maybe like this. And now we're getting into some middle. And then like so this, right? Now we and see you know, you... CP is drawing some lines that look like squares on a white screen. 
on a white and, you know, piece of paper. The Lone Star State, you know, gets a little weird. You know, gets a little fucked up. And then Florida, he's drawn of he he's drawn the Lone Star State as a potato chip. And then <laughs> we, have, we have Sorry, uh, Texas. we have the Florida we have, man. Florida is a chicken wing. Yeah. Okay. But then you know, you, so you have some outliers, right? But then most yeah. states are just still. Well, let's just square them up, some, right? Some sort of squares then, that get nestled in and. But then Maine is like, all right, let's figure this shit out. Straight line here. Uh, put this like this. Let's go up here. Jagged here. Uh, and then we got this part that goes down. And it's like Maine. It's like, we, wait, hold on. Can we get can we get the rest of New England in there? New England. Well, no, 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 New England. Look, New England. That's so, so. You just drew how Maine feels, though. That's like when I enter Maine and I'm trying to figure out New how Hampshire. big, how big. That's New Hampshire's not a square. <laughs> New Hampshire, New Hampshire and They're Vermont. New Hampshire and They're... Vermont are uh, are two two chips jammed together. <laughs> I can't even think of it right now. No, I'll show you. Um, so, Maine, Maine for want... So if you guys want to he... see this um off audio and you're not able to catch the live stream, um, this drawing will be in the Instagram later today. So this isn't very good. But Maine's Maine's like kind of like like this thing. Oh, okay. It's yeah, that's, weird. Um, it that's has a, a straight, that's that's a drumstick. Yeah, well, it has a straight line <laughs> where we cut through Canada. Am I hungry? And, <laughs> I, keep I don't saying, know. Did you I eat? Keep, I had the big pig. No, I, I haven't. Go, e I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> no. Oh, and then, then it comes like this. Oh, then it comes in. I think. Oh, then big. And then there's another. What does my state look like? I don't know. That's a little different. That looks more like a drumstick. That's like elongated Maine. It cuts in over here. Fuck Maine. All right, let's go. Mo moving on. <laughs> moving so, on. So what? What CP is trying to express here? I I can't quite remember. Um, it's uh, another the, clip for the Instagram. I guess so. But, but we, what we've got is a. Uh, is like the this the shape of the states is can can be pretty awkward and Maine is one of those ones where when you enter them, when I enter Maine, like I went uh, for um, Abso's birthday party, and I I didn't realize I kept thinking I do this a lot in my life where I see the task as bigger than it actually is until I do it. Yeah, I do. That. And then. So like I entered Maine, I went to visit. I'm like, this is only like two hours. This is the same as going to Mass. Like, why am I, why am I making a fuss about visiting CP and and Abso when it's it's actually not as far as I thought? It's because I don't know Maine well enough, and I keep thinking that you guys are close to Bangor, when oh, actually yeah. you're 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 yeah. not even you're not even to Portland, right? Like you're close to Portland, but not that close. No, I'm an hour away, so I'm central. So we're central. in the central. Bangor is quite far. It's like almost an hour and a half. So you got to add. So it's not like when you do that because you do the con BCTC con that's coming up. Uh, check yeah. check. I don't know if you're doing it this year, but I'll be up there. Um, I want to do it, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to swing it. We'll see. It's tough. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. you can't you can't do them all, pal. Then those that interestingly enough conventions actually feel like vacations more than this camping was like the conventions feel like oh. i'm rejuvenating my my creativity like i i get to go and be creative 
and talk about my creations for a whole weekend, whereas in the rest of my life, I feel stifled. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, oh, you're at work, but you, you can still draw sometimes. But nope, that phone rings. Nope, you have to shut off your brain. And it's like so stressful sometimes to I'm just thinking the phone's going to ring any minute now. I got to get this drawing done. I got to get this drawing done because I'm going to get snapped out of the zone. But at the conventions, it's like it's welcome to talk about your creation and and have it be part of your world, essentially. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta it's actually. Good, and it's good to see take your the timer too. off here because the timer's not accurate anymore. This is why we we ran to like almost four hours once because the timer keeps getting reset. Oh, so it is. It is good too. I feel like I do feel like cons are a vacation because you see uh, your your friends. But what it's great about it is as we've gotten like older in life, yeah. Um, the family gatherings. I don't know for you specifically, but when I was a kid, you know, when you're a kid, everybody's around and there's like so many aunts and uncles and cousins and this and that. And I would go to two grandparents house and it was the, the big thing. But now it's like, I hang out with a couple people, you know, like it's not as big. The families are small. They've, they've been broken up. People have passed and it's just not, not the same. But what is amazing about these cons and especially our, our artist retreats that we started up, it feels like Thanksgiving again. I feel like, hey, I'm hanging out with my family and we're all getting together and we're making meals. And it really feels like something that I wanted, that I lost out of life. And the best part is, like, you're not my family. <laughs> You're like people mm -hmm. I really love and respect, you know, not to say that all my family was shit, but a lot of the people that I really liked aren't with us anymore. And, um, you know, they say the good die young for a reason. Wow. <laughs> there's some, there's some old fuckers in my family that wish they died young. Oh, Hey, but you can, he's not holding can, anything back today, folks. No, no, it's cool, man. We, I think, I think we all can relate to, uh, especially you know, of a certain age. I love a lot of people in my family, uh, despite having hangups in the past and whatever. Like my dad and I fought crazy, you know, a lot. Mm -hmm. We're the same dude who got kind of shit on by, like, it was trickle, trickle down, yeah. trickle down shitonomics, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the one thing that does trickle down. Nothing else yeah. does, though. But much Gen too, generational back, generational trauma does trickle down. Sorry, go ahead. But coming back to what you said about uh, conventions and being like vacations, it's cool. You, yeah, you sometimes you stay in hotels and everything. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like you're going somewhere different. It feels like a vacation. But I was kind of sad. It's actually relaxing. I was sad this weekend because yeah, what, um, what was different about this one? me unfortunately so oh. here's this here's the crappy thing you know you can work so hard sometimes in life and you can do everything uh you can say affirmations you can you can be positive you can uh get get things going in your life have good relationships uh sobriety you can have mm -hmm. you can have uh, a nice put together house you can uh well 
Okay, I don't have that right now. A you could volunteer. You know, you could you could try different religions or philosophies like we do here. But the sad thing is, is I've checked every box, but I couldn't figure out why am I still falling into depressive states? Why am I still getting angry? And then I realize just recently, oh no, it's in me. It's just it's just an imbalance that. I'm predisposed to falling in these depressive states and we're so, working on that. And so unfortunately it hit like the stress of the con can exacerbate mm -hmm. it, but there really wasn't a lot of stress, dude. I got to set up a day early on a Friday. I lived 20 minutes from the con. I was driving back and forth. We were set up next to Hexy, like one of our good friends. It was the freaks and geeks version of a con. And it seemed like, this is perfect. And, you know, I didn't, didn't make a ton of money, but I didn't, I made all my money back and made some on top of it. So I'm like, why did I start Monday like you? Like, you just went camping. Like, you yeah. should have been rest and rejuvenated. But I wasn't I either. Been too. I wasn't either, but I have a theory and I don't know if it's all correct, right. but it, it seems to work. It's worked many times in my life, this theory. Um, I brought it with me. Yeah. I, I consciously said, I feel, I feel like crap. I, I don't, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. And I never, I never took the time to like take a breath or meditate or go to the gym before going camping. Like you, you got to clean, you got to clean house. It's housekeeping. It's your brain. You need to sweep all that shit out and then go on your vacation or go on your camping trip. Cause, or go to your, go to the con. Cause like I, there was this, this guy I worked with, um, and he was, he was so upset all the time. He was like constantly complaining. Everything was a problem. And he said, I'm, I'm moving. And then he moved. He went to, I think Virginia or something. And he, and lo and behold, he texted me. He said, I still feel like shit. I don't know what's wrong with me. I said, you brought it with you. You, you can't, you can't, you can't move. You can't run away from your own mind. Like you can't change your life without changing your mind first because it will follow you it goes everywhere you go you go everywhere you go so you got to fix you first yeah. you got to fix you first and i, I didn't oh, do i didn't do that before camping i didn't i uh i was i was all messed up and i went i went camping and i was still messed up and and i was like why am i not having a good time I'm supposed to be relaxed <laughs> like and that just got yeah, me thinking I, about this subject too. Sorry, go ahead. I, I, you know, I have a very dark version of that story. Um, I knew a person who was had problems with uh, drinking mainly uh, and um, depression and things like that. And she, uh, she was, she was a wonderful person, a people pleaser, and uh, did everything for everybody. And we all loved her a lot. But she uh, she moved. Um, she wanted she needed to get away, and then she did come back and visit us, and we saw her. But then she just shortly after that, you know, M. Dabso, you know, called me crying because um, our friend had uh, committed suicide. She moved away and she isolated herself from that support group that she had, and uh, and that was that was the end and she was she's probably about my age now now that's really weird to think about it 
because uh, she was older. We were all like in our thirties, probably a little bit younger than you. Mm-hmm. Um, I might actually been your age. Everybody's a few years younger than me. I'm always the old man. And uh, yeah, it, it was wild. And then here we go. On top of that, the person that lived with her for a little while was my friend and my basically little sister, Brittany, who all did the same thing. She got away from her support system. She got down to the last few people in her life and she was spiraling a lot. And um, yeah, she isolated herself enough and couldn't fight with what was going on in her head and decided it's too much, dude. And at like 27, because she was a romantic motherfucker, you know, like Jim Morrison, you know, like uh, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, the 27 Club, they call it. Yeah. You know, she she joined the 27 Club um, in her own weird, melancholy, romantic way. Um, and, you know, I bring that up. We're coming back around to that. For a breath of fresh air, I found a remake of her favorite Ninja Turtle character, Baxter Stockman, in a Walmart for $10, and it made my day. And I'm doing, uh, this is a preview, a repaint of that. And I'm going in and doing all the detail work Mm -hmm. and doing uh, day uh, fluorescent stuff. And I'm going to have him caught up in a fly tape because that's very much her life. You know, Baxter Stockman all wound up in a fly tape. (laughs) And uh, that is something in remembrance to her that I'm hoping is going to be something positive. Like, ah, she would have loved this because November is coming up and uh, it's always like in the back of my wife and I's mind, like we miss her a lot this time. And so I'm getting a jump on that kind of like making your mind space good where I know it's going to be hard. So I'm not just going to go in raw dog. (laughs) I'm not just going to go in and be like, all right, here we are in November. I knew it was going to be bad, and now it is bad. I'm coming in with uh, November's going to be hard. It's September, so let's let's deal with some of this shit before mm-hmm. it hits us. And uh, and I talk why about it with is, my wife. Um, why is November hard? It's when she committed suicide. Oh, I see. So That's why August yeah, is was, hard for me, actually. I, I relate to that. Yeah, losing people is, you know, it's it's always tough and I'm generally affected by a seasonal um, depression and uh, Maine's known for that. We don't get a lot of sun and you got to take vitamin D and stuff to try to counteract that. It's another thing you can do like knowing ahead of time and eat and getting better. But uh, my dad was a carpenter. So every year it was like grind, to get the money for the winter and hopefully fuel prices don't go up and we can make it through and it's mm-hmm. tense. So it was always yeah. tense, like at this time of year growing up. So yeah, it's a suck time of year for me. And I had a lot of darkness around it, but I go into it. Were I you love guys, Halloween. Um, so. Were you guys using oil heat? Us? Yeah. Yeah. K one forced air. Wow. Yeah, my, my, uh, my uncle my uncle did something awesome that's like the overhead to get it started is really rough. Um this is a completely so tangential, so I'll just make it quick. He built a, a furnace that's outside but pipes the heat what? into the house, but it's all wood. It's, a, you, it's so much cheaper. Wood, wood, 
wood wood boiler, right? I don't know Somebody if it's a, it? I don't know if it's a boiler. I think it's just straight up the heat from the burning wood, but it's the way the furnace is built that it's really efficient too. I've thought about that because my uh one of my friends his landlord did that. He had yeah. that same rig and it heated four apartments. And that was um that's like saved my uncle so much money because oil because of oil prices. And you can get I, a, you can get like a cord of wood so easily. But that's so, very side sick. tangent, yeah. you know, some of the places if you're in Maine, there is a place called like Cash Fuel something. It's an app. And like I don't know if it last year they were offering I don't know if the quality of fuel is good. I trust me, I haven't researched this stuff and I'm a little yeah. wary myself. But it was like three hundred for a hundred gallons versus like six hundred for some of these companies that they were Yeah. In the heat of the winter. And also Maine, I guess, has done okay with heat pumps. Yeah. Like if you can afford a heat pump, yeah. they work pretty efficiently. But I did hear on the coldest days, people's heat pumps were like eh, 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 like almost dying. So mm-hmm. they they might have limitations if we got like a massive cold snap for a week. They might all fucking freeze out. Right. We haven't tested that tech. But yeah. So, yeah. Um, so your sister, sorry, this this woman that you knew. Um, yeah, she was she, a lot she younger tried, than me. She, so like she, she was, was a, like, she like tried a little to, sister. My question is, um, did she also try to to run from it? She thought that if she moved, that it would improve. That that her life would would just like. The change of scenery is all she needed, is what she thought. But she brought herself with her and couldn't run from the feeling. Yeah, she was she was really trying. I could I would surmise because she had uprooted from her whole life in Portland social scene. wasn't like part of that. I don't. I honestly don't know because I can't even ask. Like I surmise like she was getting into some bad shit with people like she was maybe oh. partying a lot there might have been yeah and there it could have been like negative and then she came up here to kind of almost go to the country and go camping and stayed with her sister and um and then like hung out with us like all the time and then we tried we got her involved in the early con culture that we were doing oh yeah and then we we she met our winter house friends and like we were we were we were really getting her involved in all this stuff and and i i loved her man she was like she was like you would have liked her man she was like a spaz dude like super adhd talked like super fast and like would always talk about like greek mythology and going tangents and shit mm-hmm. and she would have been an awesome streamer i always think about that because she would she was in it right before we started watching other people and chatting with our friends and then yeah. they got me into it so it yeah in a different world i could see it working out and i i'm always sad like i know it was hard and i know how the the feeling of your your mental illness feeling like a burden to people around you and your friends and family yeah well, i could de- but i i could for those people in that state of mind i could i could have dealt with it i could have dealt with some crazy shit and it would have been fine and um but she was thinking she was losing everything in a lot of ways she was she was creating that narrative she couldn't get out of her head and she was bringing that that bad energy not only into her life but it was leaching out to other people and then i've been in that position where it's like oh i'm so messed up that i'm hurting other people and that hurts more than anything and yeah, so i can 
I can empathize and understand to a certain degree where it's like, I don't want to be here doing this anymore to these people. I feel worse in myself because I'm now leeching out this darkness into everybody else. And it, and I think that's like kind of like maybe where her mindset was. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't, um, just a quick thing. It was very premeditated. She wrote, she wrote so many letters like to all of us, like everybody got a letter and it was like, it wasn't like I, yeah, it wasn't like I just decided here we go. And it's like, no, I'm going to sign off. And she was kind enough to do that. And, uh, that's, she was just a great person. And it's yeah. sad that a, a lot of your great people, much like both of my friends who ended up that way, they were some of the nicest, most inspiring people. And um, people have said that about me, uh, you know, like, oh, you're nice and you do this. And, and I do it because I know what it feels like to feel low, to feel bad, yeah, to not feel included. That's and why I, I don't want anyone... That's why I wanted to start this podcast. That's exactly it. I mean, yeah. I wanted I didn't want people to feel like they were alone in their in their musings and their their thoughts. And I absolutely like, I I'm also the same way. Like I didn't want people to feel low. So I like I would try to connect with people and be nice to them. I try to be nice to everyone because I feel like the battles that we fight inside our own minds are the most difficult battles of our lives and enough too many people don't talk about it or they don't they don't talk to someone about it or anyone and that's why people end up in that in that um sort of darkness where they feel like they need to run from it and then they end up um unfortunately they end up you know checking out they say i'm i'm good i'm done and yeah. they, that that brings up a whole nother subject like you need the relaxation and the time to contemplate like we do need that whole like vacation aspect to our lives. And I think if we don't allow ourselves that room, eventually the brain just says, all right, we're going to take the forever vacation then instead. Because you're not letting me rest. So I'm going to make you feel like we should rest forever. In, in the vacation there's much uh, more to know. that. Like, I'm not a psychologist. Like, I probably just made it way too simplistic. But that's like uh, how that's how I'm thinking about it in this moment. Yeah, that's fair, man. Yeah, I, I, and I can see that that's thoughtful and it makes sense. Uh, the and it brings up this idea of like we talked about vacation, and it's like, well, what vacation in a physical space? Are we going to take a trip to Dubai or something? Like one of these kind of I mean, we're not, because that's some money shit. But if we, if we did, or if we had the money, go anyway. Yeah. Um, like, what's the vacation really about? Now, oh, hold on, go on camp. Yeah? Sorry, there's an audio problem. Okay. Yeah. Is it on my end? No, is it just it seems like my on? noise gate is off. Oh, maybe I was, maybe I'm leaning in. I'll, I'll get back here. It was picking it up on the mic as well. Sorry, yeah, going to Dubai is sort of out of our, out of our um, our realm, but but then we're we're also we, making it generic. I, say too. I did say I did have a hundred thousand dollars a year kind of job, and I could go to the Dubai. I would still bring my shit with me though. Like even if I was making a ton of money, 
and going to a really fancy place, I would still feel depressed when I was there. It would have been the same as I was camping in the back of a truck. I was in a truck tent and like there was, it was loud. And I would have felt the same way if I was alone in a quiet hotel room in Dubai because I brought my shit with me. One, and, and one thing that, I, that I'm noticing as I speak, because I, I think about intention and um, maybe you and I are thinking about vacations in a generic sense, right? Where it's like camping on Labor Day weekend, Obviously, a lot of people do that. Going to Dubai. Vacation. Yeah, going to Dubai is like a generic thing. And we don't even have an idea. Well, what do we do? You just said, like, I'd be sitting around the hotel room. Like, you don't even have the experience in your head. You yeah. can understand the hotel room. So it's like, it's not that interesting. But then I started thinking about vacations. And I was like, if I had $100,000 or whatever, you know, extra money to blow... In a second, because I think about this all the time, and it's what makes me upset. I go, man, yeah. if I had, if I had extra money, I'd I'd buy my friend this, or I'd show up to. I said it the other day. I go, man, look at that Jeep. That's cool. If I had the money, I'd buy Matt that Jeep, and I would drive down, <laughs> be like, bro, look at your new Jeep, and you'd be freaking the fuck out, and I you would. would not accept it. You know, it's like, but it's like crazy shit like that that I'm compelled. I want to get that reaction and excitement out of it so um vegas has this place i can't remember what it's called now but it's like a giant grocery store that makes fun of consumerism and then you go in the back and it's like outer space and it's all run by aliens and it's like the most cool thing ever and when i saw that i was like i've never wanted to go to las vegas because i just think of gambling i think of it in a generic sense mm -hmm. as a vacation yeah but knowing that it has weird art installations and i was like if me and viking went to that place and we walked around it would be the goofiest shit ever we'd it, there's no way we'd have a bad time like even yeah, with yeah. our depressive there'd be no sad boys in that we'd be just goofing off and add crazy and it'd be so fun but that's what it's gonna be it's like you gotta know we we get this idea of vacation it's like concept vacation, like bucket list. Need to go to Times Square. Need to. Well, what the fuck do you want to do in Times Square? I had fun when I went to New York for the first time because I was like, I've been watching Home Alone 2 my whole life. I'm going to go f some of these locations. I'm going to live the movie. And it was my honeymoon. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm playing like Kevin McAllister on the side. But it was enough on top of that to keep me like engaged in a good mood because I knew that meant something to me. So knowing what what you really are going to get out of it and being mm -hmm. a people pleaser, I'd always be like, yeah, you know, we, we, you can do whatever you want. But at, at the end of the day, I was like, man, I wish I would have, wish I would have went to times square or, or right. central park, you know, that's, fucking all about them. That's what happened to, to on my camping trip actually, is that um, we were so concerned with creating a good, a good experience for um, my significant other's son and his oh, friend yeah. that that we we didn't have time to even think about like why are we doing this why are we enjoying this what what are we what's our intention here what's our just let him, what's our just let him bring his playstation <laughs> well he, they 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 didn't know no electronics rule but the no electronics yeah. rule does kind of do that to um 
Oh man, that's a whole, we could talk a whole, we could do a whole episode about that because there was a it was so depressing. Um, to watch. Uh, he he was okay. My my significant other's son was fine. Like Stacy's son was was fine, and he um he made his own fun. He found stuff to do. He found a cool stick. You know, he did kid stuff that you expect. You know, but his friend. Yeah, you gotta his, get you gotta get a good stick, yeah, man. Like, yeah, but his, uh, that's that's where it's his, at. But his friend was completely disassociated from the even the idea of camping, the idea of what to do. Like he was so, he looked so bored. And every time we'd ask him, "Are you having? A, are you okay? Are you having a good time?" He'd go, "Yeah, I'm having a good time." But then he was just sitting there, and and maybe there was a, I I believe uh, this this kid is uh, on the spectrum. I'm not sure about the. I don't know if that's even a proper way to say it anymore. But he definitely is, uh, you know, to a degree, and. He said he was having a good time. Maybe he was. Maybe all of his joy and fun was in his mind, in his mind, which is great if that's the case. But he had uh, it. It looked like he would have been better off with a screen in front of him. He would have actually been expressive. And um, my significant other had said um, that this kid does have a history of like basically playing video games all day and and not not really doing much outside and stuff so like the the idea of camping was not necessarily foreign to him because he's been camping before but like my brain was so preoccupied with that and realizing that i'm like a 50 percent screen kid like i grew up i'm grew up i grew up with both like i was playing world of warcraft for six hours a day but i also did paintball fights in in the yard you know like i i had a lot of outdoor activity and loved it I used to play with, you know, stick sword fight with the the friends in the woods, but then we'd go and play Sega Genesis. Yeah. So yeah, I def- definitely you know, have a game oh. gear. I didn't, I, we didn't have phones, mm-hmm. but I had the game gear. Yeah. So I, I can relate on is, that. I don't know if this is too far off subject of what, what you were no, talking I, about. No, I did, ha- I did have an, a question though, like yeah, uh, just no, interested about that, that other kid. Do you think too, like, because they're young, young boys too, um, the way we connect, especially at that age and in school and like yeah. a lot of times you're friends with someone because they're like the kid of a friend in this or they don't meet so naturally in life or they're in the same together. But there could have been like a thing, too, where maybe the way they connect, like they pl- do, they play video games together. I'd imagine if this kid's super screen time. Yeah. So then what what happens when you disconnect that from a young adolescent? Like, this is why I like you. And yeah. now we're in the woods alone together. Yeah. And like, it might have been really fucked up. Like, it might have been challenging. Like, I have a friend that 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 it is that. Like him yeah, and I. And I don't know if I like you. Like, <laughs> like he, you know? he, uh, I have a friend like that where, for instance, what we you and I do here, mm-hmm. he can't. He literally cannot. Yeah. Any any deep conversation. Um. Maybe that's maybe that's a bit too reductive. It's not that he can't. It's that he just doesn't like it. Yeah. He doesn't find the need or the interest like people yeah. my, my mom hates history and i'm like dude history is like a cheat code man you could just like look at other people doing stuff and figure right. out stuff and, and as a creator it's it's so important but like she didn't she doesn't see it like that she just sees it as like who gives a shit about these old dead people and it's like well fair enough mom fair enough fuck them Rot in the ground, Robert Frost. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Two roads diverge in a yellow coffin. You ready to you know, hit it's... the hit the button on that descending elevator? 
Breaking ground. Going into the deep dive now. Let us go into the been, deep We've been on the deep dive. fucking tangent dive. We've been going instead of... No, this, this, is, this, is, is today's sh- this is today's show. We're going down. Is, oh, left. You, you, know, right. you, you know why we're doing... Uh, oh. You know why we're tangenting so much, though? I'm starting to realize. We didn't have it last week. We didn't have it last week. We have a lot to discuss. Um, which yeah, I, I, haven't, I, can... I haven't talked to you really since... I talked to you on Saturday yeah. for a half hour, but we haven't other than text and sending right. memes and shit we have we haven't chatted really busy week it has busy been a weeks. busy week well and it's weird too because like you were talking about earlier uh we don't live that far away and so because i come to new hampshire a little more often i know that so i'm like uh yeah i'm just gonna drive down and do the podcast live it's like <laughs> yeah no big deal and uh yeah, so like we had you, that. Can we talk about like this is another tangent, but I don't even care. You didn't freeze you, the brain. You, you didn't sleep for like what? How many days? And then you drove. No, no, no. So no. early. I, you had like three I, hours of sleep, right? Three hours. You said you'd slept. I, I. <laughs> and this isn't. I'm not judging you. This is. No, I'm this actually. Is, I'm actually impressed that you no, drove is, that early in the morning. <laughs> So this is how mania works. <laughs> when, when, you, when you get really upset, you get really upset. When you get really happy, you get really happy. And when I am faced with the opportunity, like you get to drive all by yourself and go take off to New Hampshire. Cause uh, you know, I don't, you know, it's M and I a lot. So I don't do a lot of road trip uh, solo and it was fun. And I left early in the morning and there was nobody out and I see my friend, but that night I did sleep. I think. For safety's sake, because you, you, thank you, because you go, yeah, but you're going to have to sleep because you got to drive home later. And I was like, oh, because I stayed up all Thursday. <laughs> and then I was going in, I don't know why, I was going into Friday and I was like, maybe I could pull another all nighter. And uh, no, Matt's right. If I don't sleep, and thank God I did, because after we had that, that Burger King, <laughs> I drove home and I was like that Burger King was was not the best and I had I, Burger King again yesterday but we'll get on that in a second I was like fuck man like so thankfully thankfully I take medication for ADHD and uh, thank God for Adderall because it made the drive home a lot more safe because I was fucking tired as hell it at least got me like baseline so I wasn't like squinting through an eye like but you know i am the guy who thinks that i've gotta i've gotta be the guy and a lot of people can't be the guy and when you can't be the guy i'm the guy because when we're coming back from a trip and there's five of us in the car and we're all falling asleep i'm the guy one eye driving like yeah i'm gonna make it and everyone's gonna be safe and everyone's passed out and funny enough back to Brittany. The last time we had gone on a trip, she's like, she's so nice. And because I was kind of nodding a little bit. She's like, hey, dude, do you want me to drive? And I was like, no, nah, I got it. I got it. And then I'm like, all right, fuck it. I am super tired. And I finally was not the guy. And I was like, you can be the guy. Because oh, my she's, goodness. Can I take this she... moment to uh, just like congratulate you on that? Because like men in this day and age, 
That takes tremendous amount of courage to not be the guy to just say, "Thanks, okay." I'm but the, the funny guy. thing was, okay. she's she's like so worried about it that she starts driving. I think we had the Nissan. Oh, she's driving this Nissan Versa, packed with people, five people in the car, and then she's fucking falling asleep, hitting the rumble. Oh, I'm like Brittany. She's like, "Yeah, I'm really tired." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> shit, man. Thanks for being the guy." Because, you know, you, you saved me for a minute, but I couldn't sleep because I was so scared you were going to fucking kill me. All right, now I'm, now my adrenaline's... All right, oh, I'll be no. the guy again. <laughs> we got home. Right, but, but, oh, yeah. but since that, that time, though, you you kind of opened that door, so I'm sure you've had other moments since then that you've been able to not be the guy. Not a lot, but... but where's your, where's I, your homework <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah nah, she, she, i just i just gelled and and with her enough to where it was like yeah we're both you know it's one of those things like us you know our, our shit's fucked up we get it uh, yeah let's let's be kind of let's bumble through this bullshit together so so that, you know, that uh, i miss my friend but yeah. you know there's gonna be plenty of fuck ups like yourself i mean that's, got stories yeah so, C- so CP drove Plenty out. Fuck ups, like that. yeah. CP drove out to uh, New Hampshire and mm. helped me with something that worked way better than a vacation or a camping trip would. It. Oh, I changed. Sweet. I did the thing. I practiced what I preached. Right. So in the beginning of this episode, we talked about how um, you should probably make your world better before you try to go somewhere else to relax. And moving yeah. my moving my desk to the corner where I'm where I am now is so much better. I'm so much happier in my day to day life that I don't feel like I even need a vacation. So going camping almost felt like I don't want to I don't want to go camping. I like I like this. Like that's why camping was another reason why camping was. There's lots of reasons why camping wasn't what it should have been. But that was part of the reason was I was like, I, I just made my space better. So well, I don't, well, I don't even want to, I don't even want to leave now. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, Stacy, but, uh, you know, hanging out with CP for the weekend is pretty fucking amazing. Uh, well, I, yeah, I set the bar, I set the bar so high. Like we're stopping it. in lawn sales in the woods, getting like weird mid-century shit and trash <laughs> cans, talking to dudes all tatted up. Like he didn't know. Uh, like it was great. She didn't even want that trash can. <laughs> You still have it? I, I it's gonna be in my workshop instead. All right, because I was but, gonna say I, 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 I'd, I'd pay what you paid for that. Yeah. And, uh, Those uh, Stacy it agreed it's workshop. a good price, but there wasn't really a place for it in her shop. It wasn't that she didn't want it; that just wasn't the function wasn't there. But um, yeah, it felt so. A little, I, I was wondering that if it felt a little too industrial for like kind of a uh, an art an art shop. Like mm-hmm. dudes do that a lot. Like. I remember, like, dude, right before, right before one of our friends got divorced, the one thing she said, she had been with her husband since like high school, right. and uh, it, she's like, "Look at this sink! Look at this kitchen sink! Look at this sink he put together! Look at this! Look at this kitchen sink faucet he put on here!" She was so pissed off about it. It was like yeah. a, it was like a pot sink industrial cleaner like- with the spray, and I was like, "Man, that's a dope ass sink! I want that! I'd like to have that!" But I thought about it. It looks like it looks like something from a shop. You know, it, it looks industrial, and that's not always the aesthetic of certain people. And if you're going for a homey 
kind of a calm art space. Maybe the utilitarian doesn't gel. It took me a while to. F- I don't. Why don't they like this shit? And then it gets into what it's like to be a guy because we, you know, we're sensitive guys and we we like some uh, quote unquote girly things and uh, sparkly things and whatnot. But at the end of the day, you like Jeeps and I like construction tools and like, you know, we still do dude shit, but we're weirdos. We we're in a we're a walking contradiction, I'd say. ADHD people are very much we're an enigma. Chris Christopherson songs. We're yeah. a, we're a, we're we're aliens. <laughs> we're, we're we're the we're the other. Fear us. Fear fear the ADHDers. Well, we, we actually we actually have a. Uh, you hate it huh? when people call it a superpower because there are days when I feel like it's a superpower. There are days when I actually feel that where I'm like, I I have the capability to think 10 thoughts in a row, not say any of those, but then say the 10th thought. And then the person I'm with say it's Stacy. And she's like, why, why are you saying stupid shit again? She'll say it to me and I'll be like, Oh, so here's why it's not stupid. And then I'll go through the list that led to it. And she'll be like, Oh, I, I, she'll be like, Oh, I understand now. And like, she'll, then she'll be on board. She'll be like, Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, isn't it cool now that you see the string that led to it. But I don't, I don't have got time to tell you the entire the paragraph. I just want to blurt out one word and expect you to understand it. Yeah. I, I face palmed over that moment. That was one of those CP face palms uh, because I was just like, that's so common of like just people without ADHD. Like what the fuck are you talking about? You know, like what, what are you saying? Like stupid shit or this or that? Like, like, yeah, it's, it's like, where the fuck are you? And like, that happens to me all the time. And it's tough, like growing up because then you kind of devaluate like your thoughts. You're like, Oh, why am I, why am I saying fucked up shit all of a sudden? Mm -hmm. But like understanding the, the way that it cycles around makes a lot of sense and um it's definitely a a type of brain or like i'll i'll, I'll be having the conversation terrible i have the conversation in my head and I'll, yeah. like, I'll i'll just jump in mid-sentence and i'm like what are you saying i'm like oh hold on let me back up yeah let me i was talking about yesterday at work i was like i don't know why i fucking just jumped into the middle of it let I me guess i was let me dissect this for the normies <laughs> we de- we de- let me decrypt this. No, I'm kidding. That's that's a bit of a, a biting remark. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be uh, divisive. No, we're it's, just we're just a little different. Yeah, that's uh, true. And, it, and um, it's fun. It's we, tough because the the normies, quote unquote, were like get normal. You know, like our whole lives. So that's why we're a little because we're told on the to get normal. Against the, yeah, and it's like no, we don't. We aren't quite I normal. I don't want to be we normal. I try our neuro neurons aren't firing the yeah, same way i tried that i tried it, it was it was boring and Thought, I, and man. it wasn't i didn't feel like myself so i like I, I part of our superpower is we get to um if you don't mind me bringing it back i don't know if you had anything else to add on that mm, nah, go ahead so part of the deep dive today is going to be talking about how um the vacations in your mind as well so not just fixing your space that you don't even want the vacation in the first place, but how about making it so you can take little vacations in your mind? Um, you can use meditation. Meditation is just a tool to get your brain into a certain space. It, it can be any space. It doesn't necessarily have to be like completely clearing your mind. 
In fact, that's kind of a misnomer. A lot of people think that meditation means clearing your mind. It's actually listening. You listen to everything your brain is saying and you consider it all and you take what works and what doesn't. It's like it's cleaning. It's like sweeping. It's it's organizing. It's sorting. But one of the things one you can do is put yourself in a place. You can, okay. you can you can take a vacation in your mind. Like that's why you sometimes you see people close their eyes before they take a deep breath because they're they're going somewhere. And it might be it might be 30 seconds to the person they're talking to, but it's like an eternity to the person who needs the space to think through what they're about to say to that person instead of getting angry, instead of getting reactionary. Like the mental vacations are incredibly important. That's what I call them. Like I took, totally. a, I took a trip. I was like, where were you? I took a trip. My head, my head is like tornado most of the time. And it, it, it's like, uh, sometimes I'm not even receptive to meditation. I am not receptive to grounding exercises where like, I'm tactile, so there's the end of this brush, and I I can I could touch it, you know, almost like fidgeting around with stuff. The that kind of stuff helps ground me. Like this is wood, this is this, you know. I can, you know, break it, <laughs> break the end of it off. Now it's sharp, you know. You can, break it, as you can see. As you can see, I'm very much uh, into destruction too. Like I find beauty in that, and and I used to hang on to everything. Like I do be like the i had to keep it all beautiful and last forever and then you don't end up running into yeah. kevin McAllister, you know talking about i got my skates and uh, i didn't want to use them. then i got couldn't yeah. use the skates anymore so uh use your shit ground yourself with it experience stuff and that's one thing that helps with me but when i'm tornadoing i, I can barely even do that stuff so Becoming conscious of the body, the breath is so important. Mm -hmm. Feeling where you're feeling where the breath goes. Like we only breathe, like we breathe very shallow. Naturally. How often, um, but when you really suck in, it, uh, it, it feels good. How often do you realize that you're not breathing? I don't know. I sleep apnea, dude. Well, well, that, that's that's what that's during sleep. But what happens to me is it's it's when I'm driving. Like there's there's someone behind me uh, driving erratic. There's someone in front of me driving erratic. The uh, my exit's coming up, or or I have to. Uh, there's an intersection coming up, and I have to turn. This person suddenly pulled out of the, and they took my spot that I was gonna take to get into the intersection, and I realized that I haven't let myself take a breath for like a full minute because I'm driving and I'm like focused and I'm like, Oh, and then I take a quick yeah. breath and it's suddenly how fast that like that oh. quick inhale takes, um, takes me away from a feeling of irritability of driving and, and back into like, okay, so that person behind me is just listening to music. They're having a good time. Person in front of me, um, it's just taking too long to, to, to go. And I'm conscious of that now. And I just got to be patient and the intersection will open up and I can get to work, <laughs> you know, like those, those types of things. Like it's, it's crazy how, uh, how, like, I just realized that my brain doesn't, or I'm consciously or su sorry, subconsciously making my, my breath, um, irregular because of yeah, some was... tenseness, some tense feelings or something. I was just doing it now. 
while I was listening and like waiting to like you couldn't breathe until like, you got to respond. No, I was my breath. It was tightening up during that time. Like oh. it tightens up more and more and more. And uh, you you said it when you were driving. Yeah, like that's, that's, that's mostly I, happens when I'm driving, but it happens when I'm gaming too sometimes. It's yeah, it's focus. You know what I call that moment? Sniper shots. Yeah, because you, you when you're holding the sniper and you go, and you don't breathe well, and you don't move, and to take take the shot because you right. have to concentrate and regulate your body at the same time. A bit of a, a bit of a tangent here, but an uh, interesting fact about marksmanship and sniping: it's actually um, on the exhale that you're most stable. So really? it's not, it's not holding, holding your breath will actually cause your um, fingers and arms to shake more. So it's on the exhale that you fire. I don't know, dude. I think I'm wired backwards then. <laughs> Cause uh, tell you what, it's on the hold. C well, let me, well, here's another C thing about C our CP has got some marksman's because I, so I don't hunt, I don't do anything, but I did for a minute with my dad and I was, I didn't like doing it. We, we ate the animals. It wasn't for sports and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it was very practical. And, you know, it saved deer meat, saved my dad a lot, you know, throughout the winters to have food. And uh, it became a staple for a while. And, but then, you know, in time, oh. it became okay. less essential. And huh? this, is, this is why we're combating misinformation. Um, I had it backwards. So um, when you were pointing the front sight at the aiming bowl, exhale and stop breathing. It's, af it's after the exhale. That's why I had it wrong. It's not, it's not during the exhale. It's after. You deep breath, exhale, then hold. Yeah, I pull up, though. It's weird. I go. And then Makes it's like. Does that like keep I use my dad's, there? My, well, my dad had a crossbow. The last time I shot something, my dad had a crossbow. And um, he's like, yeah, try this thing out. And uh, I, I, he's like, oh, yeah, shoot like this many yards. I'm like, nah, fuck that, man. I'm going to go back by the truck, like give it a challenge. And then I took my the only shot because, you know, it's also he has nice arrows right. and stuff. And I didn't want to screw things up. But so it's I, the, you know, it's... you want to be impressive, the old man. So I was like, boom, dead center. He's like, holy shit, dude. I'm like, yeah, man. Years of video games, bro. Yep. <laughs> I always, I always defend video games because he thought they were probably a waste of time. Like, yeah, man. So Playing Doom, uh, dude. In practice, it says, how does holding your breath help with shooting? All breath control does is pause the shooter's respiration while executing shots, thus helping to minimize the movement. So pause breathing while pressing the trigger and breathe normally at any other time. So it's not necessarily the pattern. It's just the, the you stop movement. I, I would say physiology is a big part of it too. Cause like, look at the size of me, right? Right. So when I breathe and move, like I move a lot. So like, like my hands are probably always moving because of just the scale of me and like just the lung capacity and stuff. And so it might be a little different for me. Like you have to know, like anything, you have to know your own body and something that I didn't have the concept of growing up. People weren't like, know your body, you know, it wasn't that, you know, you just deal with whatever you're dealing with. If you get hurt, don't be a yeah. fucking pussy about it. You know, they'd say stuff like that. <laughs> That's you know? what they and would it's say, like, yeah. Yeah. And so like. And then you, you end know, you up just, like my, uh, my friend Alex, who has a scar above his left eye or his right, uh -huh. his right eye. Um. 
Because he he wasn't a pussy about it, and he put his eye too close to the scope in a thirty out six. Ouch. Yep. He he was wearing safety goggles, and good thing he was because he wouldn't have that eye anymore otherwise. But the safety mm. goggles cut into above his eye. That pussy should have held that gun tighter. See, that's the old boomer. Yeah, see, so there you go. Ian. You, like, you, that you know the language. Ran through my head. You like, know, you know just... the language. Good catch, though. Yeah, no, I can catch it. It's bull. It's bullshit. Like bullshit masculinity. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, because I got I got hurt a lot, and I would do things. I was a reckless kid, so I'd be like ADHD. I'd be like, I'm gonna run across this deck that's not done, and I'd run across the two by six and fall and crush my nuts and be like, oh. And my dad would be like, fucking, you did, you did it to yourself. Get up. Yeah, you know? that, was <laughs> like, my, that was my so dad like, too. Learn the hard yeah. way. Yeah, and then you like shake off nut pain, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Dad, I broke my nuts. <laughs> Hell yeah, you did. <laughs> hey, Bernie Monkey, welcome to the chat. First time. Welcome, uh, welcome. Monkey. First time hangs in out, here. Hangs out in Hexy's chat. Thanks for joining yep. us. I appreciate you, Bernie Monkey. Um, so today we're talking about uh, vacations of the of the physical sort, yeah. and when they're not when they're not rejuvenating, and then we're digging deep now into how to how to fix that, <laughs> how to fix that, and how we uh, take a vacation right here in our, in right our here. minds we can do it right, right now. here dreamer seems to have an echo when looking to the right oh thank thanks you, for that Bur- thank you burning monkey burning monkey's great with tech so uh, i'll try to stay where 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 oh, which take, one's right take that fuzzball off your microphone real quick hello okay, does that now, make a difference no 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 not not to not to make a difference where do you see something inside there Inside the mesh, can you see a shape? Fuck no, dude. There's no like cylinder, like thin, like a disc in there. We got tech support coming in, man. We do. Hold on, let me do oh, a clap man. so I so I know what this spot. So the the claps, if you guys hear me hey. clap, that's a marker for me for the recording. So this is a live recording of a podcast. We're gonna do editing. Um, so that button on the back of your microphone, CP. Yeah, but I've so had it right, right? Okay, I'll, I'll change it through. Okay. So the button on the back, though. Okay, I think here's this one. Here's oh. the, the sound. How's this? That's pretty good. Okay, there's this sound. Hey, everybody, is your echo and stuff? Okay. And then there's this there. sound. Hello, hello. There's this sound. There's this sound. There's uh, that's hey. that's the base that's the base I was looking for. That's the base you were looking for. I'll try that. So that just disconnected you. It, that shut it off. I can't hear you at all now. You you have a uh there's a cord touching another cord somewhere that's causing that. Okay, is it back? It's back. Yeah, it was in Discord. Okay. There's a touching another cord. Yeah, that's what happens. Um, it it disconnects and reconnects because there's a there's a something triggering it static. Oh. It was static. That's why I had to route my microphone around the boom arm and down straight to the computer so the cat static couldn't get through it. Oh. I think you fixed the echo though um thank you thank you for lurking burning monkey um 
So as I was saying, we're we're doing a live recording, so there's going to be some tech support happening like live on this Twitch Twitch stream. But when I do the editing for YouTube and the audio version, we're not gonna we're not gonna have this in there. Um, so that's why I'm going to be clapping periodically. Uh, as CP was saying, we are discussing um, like the idea of like getting away, like changing your scenery and why people do it. Um, we talked about a, a way that a theory that I have that CP kind of agreed with that if you don't if you don't sort of clean clean house so to speak in your mind before you leave then you're just going to bring it with you and you're not going to have a good time on your getaway um, and then another way to, to fix that is to make sure everything's set up at home and everything's clean at home and you have like a, a, a nice space <laughs> to sort of hang out with and so that when you when you come back from your vacation, you're not bombarded with like, oh crap, my my house is a mess and all this shit's like undone and and my my desk still hasn't been moved. And CP helped me um, move my desk recently, and that was a lot of that. That was so much fun too. It's yeah, it was fun hanging out. I got to meet uh, your some of your family, your mom and your brother. Mm -hmm. Wonderful people. Uh, I got to see you know their place. We got to go digging through a garage for cosplay stuff uh oh, yeah. just a side side note we are building suits mid-century mining suits uh for our rise and mine we'll be doing videos maybe running around a con with them we're, we're figuring it out uh once we have them the the, the we can do so much activities i feel like step brothers yeah. you know there's um, like so but, much room in here now too i don't know i need to get my other camera set up still but i don't think i they, want to I don't think the inky cam is here Nope. I want to take a second just mentioning that cosplay and directly what you were saying. We're talking about vacations and cleaning up. And uh, I posted a, a, a little post the other day about some of my cosplay stuff that I'm working with. I've taken it apart and yeah. I bought a couple new components and I wrote. Check out the Instagram. Um, yeah, check out our Instagram. That's Rise in Mind. Uh, lots of stuff. You can follow the cosplay builds. You can follow, uh, you can find some cool clips and see some of our, uh, our art process. But uh, it says, how can you make things better? It's like you break it apart, dig out the old, clean what is salvageable, replace what is bad, and upgrade. Mm -hmm. And that's that's my cosplay. That's my helmet here. You can see I've taken it apart. I washed some of the parts I like. Some of it upgrade. is just dinge. It's I, I'll do some close-up photos of that. It's puke, dude. It's gross. It's nasty. And I'm going to uh rebuild it out of foam like cosplay style and wrap it with my own fabric that's what you see in the photo that blue robin's egg blue it'll have that in the interior instead of the black because i i don't <laughs> i don't want to put that on my head <laughs> that's some dingy stuff but once i've pulled it all apart i realize the world is mine i can i can cut a new piece for the visor I can spray these plastic pieces chrome. I like this part. I'll keep it black and leather. Um, and then and then I was like, this light is cool, but guess what? The terminals are corroded. It's ruined. And I'm like, yeah, but it still has a cool housing. What if you just buy a light and build it into the reservoir of the flashlight? And then th and then that you just press a button on top and you can turn it on and off. Flashers, it has red. And it was like eight dollars and i was like i can retrofit it with new tech and on a dime so yeah it you know you you can clean so much stuff but you know some things like this cosplay you can just uh take out the bad 
salvage it, but then upgrade other parts and mm-hmm. with new new tools. And um, environment is very much a part of that, and being excited about a project that can change everything as, too. Like your your level of care, you know, for a project and caring about it, and being, oops, oh, hold on, like like this this podcast has been so so fun because i like talking i like being a goof i like um i like philosophy i like talking about mental health and the mind because it's something that i've had my battle with and it's good it's it's free therapy for me and uh for you i'd imagine and any any anyone who wants to sit on the sidelines it's you know it, there's a lot of people i'm not saying yeah if you want to see professionals i do pay but they they with medical the way it is it's not always an option and even a better help ad uh you know that's 173 dollars a month and a lot of people can't swing that as a pretty hefty bill um and then you go on the internet and you start googling shit and you're gonna find out you're crazy as fuck you know because there's a lot of misinformation mm-hmm. and so it it's it's a good cathartic way to get things out to talk about the week process things that are hard and then i look forward to it and um it has good intentions so it yeah i'm excited about it versus like i'm gonna start a podcast and get rich i don't care about that i mean it'd be nice or to at least fund it so we can do more things creatively but at the end of the day it's it's i remember it's for you and me dude yeah it's it's for us to have fun and we want other people to have fun with us but you know that's up to you if you if you like us and you like this shit, give us a like, give us a follow, follow our socials. I <laughs> moved it into a commercial. I'm getting good at this, man. A sin- a sincere sentimental commercial. Come on, guys. I'll I'll sell your products. I'll sell you be- I'll I'll sell you bullshit fucking meal plastic. Don't worry about, plastic, don't worry about the ads. Plan. Don't worry about the ads, man. Well, that's how we're going to get rich and or die trying. I'm going to be like, uh, "Hello Fresh. You want tons of plastic to contribute to the gloom?" <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to contribute to the gloom. You want all kinds of junk? Eventually we're going to have um we mail merch. you a fishing cooler every week to throw out. Oh my goodness, the the subscription boxes that I used to get and do and and actually like I I enjoyed them for a while, but eventually I started to realize that there's uh it was just stuff. <laughs> It was just surplus and liquidation and stuff yeah. from like conventions that they had too much and promo items. And, and then you walk around and everybody has the same thing in their house. And like, oh, you got that from Loot Crate. Hey, I got that shirt. You know, like, yeah. and it's like, fucking, how original is that? There goes the exclusivity. It, oh, yeah. Sorry, Loot Crate. I don't even know if you're around anymore. I mean, Loot Crate, I did it for over a year. We did, we did Loot Crate for a while. And it's fun if you, if you want, a birthday present every week like a surprise that's what it feels like but at the same time like yeah and sometimes they really get it right you're like oh sci-fi box and they've got alien Mm -hmm. stuff in here but then other times it's like manga box and i'm like not that that stuff's not cool i'm just of a different generation and you know i watch like vampire hunter d and weird shit but then you throw dragon balls d i don't know i didn't watch that shit i didn't i don't know what that is throw he-man in there we're talking but uh so it's it's real hit or miss with the audience but i found it was annoying because i just see people with the same shirt and then they were sending me <laughs> pop vinyls and i don't want those and it's like 
and then it's and then it's like i it was fun that i could gift stuff that was the other part because i'd always get extra stuff and i'd give it to a friend Mm -hmm. so so there you go loot crate shout out loot crate you're cool for a little shout out loot crate you're cool for a while i don't even know if you're out there anymore we're not Uh, not sponsored we're not sponsored by anything we're sponsored by rise and mine edition coffee it's Cumberland Farms. I don't know. It's right. cheap. Yeah. We're, 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 we're sponsored by cheap. Poor people, if you want to have more, buy cheap. Don't go to Dunkin' Donuts. Buy cheap. Don't go to Starbucks and buy a $4 coffee when you can spend $1.39 and get a combi, Combies, Combies coffee. I want to be sponsored by Combies. 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 I'm gonna get, we're going to get a sponsorship from Combies. Well, they are the... They, I'm sure there's a lot of people working in... And hard, hard working jobs. Yeah, I, I really respect at, people um, that do, do, do that kind of. Well, that and that and like the people that work there. So a little side note about me, I, I like to befriend people at stores. I like to go into a store regularly, and then I go to Cumberland Farms. Like, hey, Mike, what's going on? And we shoot the shit and stuff. Like for a second, it's like, it's, speaking of creating a vacation and a good day. Yeah. It's it's good it's good to just go into a place where you know the person and just say good morning and hello, buy a cheap coffee and then go on with your day. It's a I don't know, it's fun. And yeah. just just to be able to depend on that, mm-hmm. to be able to connect when you need that little bit of connection in the morning. Um, you know, it's there. It's always there. Always there. That sounds it's, it's like consistent. Uh, sounds like you're ready for the breath of fresh air. <laughs> oh, you didn't even let me elaborate on that. So we we fucked this podcast up. For the breath. But the, remember why you said you wanted to talk about this subject? Because in the uh, in the pregame, I just wanted to come back around to that and explain that. You said you said uh, I don't understand why people live in the most beautiful areas oh, yeah. and they travel somewhere else. And it doesn't make any sense. And Sometimes I go, well, even Natalie, I, I go, even Natalie Portman gets cheated on. Yeah. Yep. And you're like, what? Yeah. I even, so had, I, I even had a moment of like, wait a minute. But then I understood. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I heard that in a podcast last night and then they were kind of talking about it and they said, um, like, why? And I was like, well, it makes sense. Cause like, inherently people just do that some people you know it's just a human thing and it doesn't nobody's an exception to it but it's like why would you when you have someone so beautiful and successful and it's like well a lot of times is it becomes the status like this person could have intentionally married in knowing that this is what i walk around with on camera hey dude i'm married to natalie portman but like you might not he might not even have been like connected so then he's like going, yeah. her husband was going out and cheating. And then they always say it's usually like a lesser, like a, a less attractive person and stuff like that. And it's like, because it doesn't, they, their point was it doesn't matter um, because connections connection and there might not have been connection in the beginning. Right. But I started thinking about Hugh Grant, who was married to Elizabeth Hurley, who I thought was beautiful i you know still is beautiful woman uh from Aust- first austin powers and bedazzled oh yeah she uh yeah bedazzled is where i know her from better yeah the, uh, dev- the devil I is love- abroad in the land <laughs> dude love that movie 
I love that. That's one Brendan Fraser movie that that Abso can actually tolerate. Um, oh, she doesn't like Brendan uh, Fraser. Uh, she thinks he's like some kind of, some kind of like alien doe man who's. She has, you know, I think everybody just doesn't like an actor for whatever reason. Like I always was like, "Fuck Gene Hackman, man, that guy's an asshole," but he's a great actor, and Gene I have Hackman? no reason to feel that way. Yeah, because he probably just reminds me of some some boomer uncle I had or something, or he yeah. said something like, "You have no." It's, sometimes human beings are just completely irrational. Kind of like the vacation thing, and kind of like why would someone leave Elizabeth Hurley? Why would Hugh Grant sleep with a prostitute? Like that was what it was, and oh. it was like it wasn't just cheating on her like with with some some dude or some friend or some party. That's like it's so yeah. intentional. There's so much intention if you well, if you uh, pay for a prostitute. And I think it was like her name was like Divine Brown or something. And I think she was a, a black woman. And like it, it's like well, you know. I've heard English dudes like uh, <laughs> the black ladies, you know, uh, you know, so Elizabeth Hurley, despite how beautiful she is, Hugh Grant had an itch and uh, he needed to scratch it. So uh, that was that was what happened. And then he was like, all because he got arrested. Yeah, he has he had a mugshot. They arrested him. Mm-hmm. So he was like, he was like, it was worse than cheating. It was like, hey, you got arrested and you were sitting with a prostitute. And, and this has happened a lot <laughs> and in these communities where actors get together. But I think it's a status thing. Like, I don't think Will and Jada are happy. I just think it's like a status thing that they're both famous people. And yeah, I, I mean, I think Will's happy. I think she's not. And uh, that's always the 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 what hurts me about that situation. But not to go on a tangent about celebrity stuff, but it, it just it it's always weird when it happens and people are like, oh, how could it happen to them? They're so famous and beautiful. Mm-hmm. It can happen to anybody. It, it, people are people at the end of the day. And it seems irrational. Like, why? But people people have needs and people connect in different ways. And obviously, like, you know, Portman's husband maybe had an emotional connection to this person that didn't, they didn't have. I don't know the details. Maybe they yeah. just were really obsessed so with, you? With, with sex and like, or I, maybe they just, you know. I think I understand what you're getting at with this. It's like, are you saying that people he's, will he's, use will use other people as a way to take a vacation from their life? Like, I'm used to this person all the time, and I'm just going to go take a vacation with this other person to get away from my life like you that's that's another like example of why you got to clean up your own life (laughs) like get get that shit you know working better (laughs) because you you don't want to cheat on your significant other because you're bored yeah yeah because you're you're in a different like it's not it you're not bored with them you're bored with you and you just want a distraction from you but it but it also does something much like the vacation will do and what people need mm-hmm. is difference, change. They need to crush on someone again. I've been married. I've been married like forever. And like, I don't get certain things that someone starting a new relationship has. Like we have a different type of relationship that is longer and it exists in a different type of reality. But yeah. like the, the meeting someone and getting to know them and, tension and the crush i mean that's long gone so like that's why a lot of people cheat is because they don't have that anymore and they can get a dopamine rush yeah you know you know about that so it's like 
it's like it's like drinking or eating bad food that you know even when you're not supposed to you get yeah. a little rush from it and taking a trip to dubai like especially if you're we're not wealthy people who travel all around where there are people going? that sorry where would where would you go if you can go anywhere to that fucking museum dude with you in vegas man and laugh i that would be hilarious it'd be awesome we, we gotta crowdfund that man we gotta make that with content we'll pay it all off with it. we'll get claiming our taxes and shit yeah dude oh, fake grocery wait fake store in vegas i can send you some videos but like i watched work? a little too much of it and i didn't well, want to well we're going we're gonna bring it up on the sharing screen here okay yeah it'd be a good breath of fresh air um but yeah you have to know where you want to go and some people just say i don't know some people just oh, do it because other people um that's spacey's bird that's spacey that's that's a different bird that's um i associate spacey with birds so much she takes great bird pictures that's um the pop-up shop big tree north that's that's the wrong window hold on i'm fixing it oops be careful with these windows because uh Why? you know he's you don't want to stumble in the wrong one after last night no, I thought you. I thought you started playing like something on a browser. I didn't know it was actually in the. That's. I didn't hear it uh, through through the wall when I was taking a dumb. I mean, these are in a browser, but it's not. Not what you think. Hey, groceries. Yeah, that's probably it, right? Right here on the top. I think so. Omega Mart. Yeah, explore immersive art. It's it's an art installation technically, so any of those. Yeah, Omega Mart. We've we've actually had this on. Um of mine once before but i don't mind revisiting it a little bit like their their about section here it's so weird man it is super super weird but i love it simply spiders (laughs) simply spiders yep so like it's fun because it's like this facade of this weird market but it's like created by aliens and when you back it's like the spaceship and then there's like a whole fucking town dude that they build and stuff to assimilate human culture and it's it's a massive yeah like look at that shit you i think you go through the freezer door dude you open a freezer door and you go through that and see all the sodas and it's all twisty and that's how you get in the space they don't tell you this stuff like you just explore and then you keep finding more and more but i watched a little bit of a video of it so i know some some tricks but i think going to this could be a whole a whole thing too we could definitely make it into part of our our podcast even oh yeah dude that'd be great yeah i'd love i'd love to see that's the kind of stuff i I like to do things that are bonding and fun and um apparently have just other so if you wanted to go somewhere like other than vegas because i know how vegas can be uh looks like they have it looks like they have other vacation other areas Oh, that's cool. But they're they have different names for them. They're art installations still, and th- but they're not the only the one. Omega Mart is the only one that's like a commercialized like store. Oh, you could go and so these they are different ones. Yeah, yeah so they're see? different experience. Like I wouldn't mind going to Denver. Like Denver's cool. There's probably lots of cool stuff to do in Denver. And look at this thing. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Come on, man! You don't want to go to Vegas for the first time, dude. That's sh- I would. We, I would like could, to go to Vegas, but um, we could we could really rip apart the culture in that place. 
Holy oh, shit, they do a freaking expose on Vegas. But I heard Vegas has wonderful go. shows and, and art. I didn't know they had so much yeah. art. I always just picture like Siegfried and Roy and, and, and like the, oh, the rock sets or whatever. I think they're from New York. The real unreal. I know. Oh, is it, is it a dream? <laughs> yeah, it's the Dreamers Arcade, dude. The real unreal is now open in uh, Grapevine, Texas. Texas? Yeah, Texas, apparently. That's pretty cool. This is like the the breath of fresh air is like, where would we want to go if we could go anywhere? That's a great idea. Where would you go? I mean, this is getting pretty high up there. Um, Because, well, where would I go Um, if I could go anywhere? Mm -hmm. Mm. It's so hard not to go to like fantasy. Oh, yeah. Like have it in like the real world. Like let's like... uh... Cause that's too easy. Like, I always want to like escape world, into I video think, game or um, something. Rome. Is, yeah, is, all right. is really high up there for me. Um, and then there's a very specific place in. Um, it's either in Denmark or Sweden, where there's a certain mountain range. But the way the mountains formed, there's like plains, on plateaus surrounding the mountain, and you get these like crazy views that uh, i have to find an image and put it in um in the instagram i think because there's a there's a video that i've saved into my instagram on the space viking 42 instagram that Mm -hmm. i need to i need to look it up again of the there's this woman walking her dog in this like field and then she looks the dog starts running into the distance and she like pans the camera up and the mountain just goes forever and the sky looks like it it just goes on forever and i'm like i want to go there i want oh, to go cool. to there that's that's where i that's where, oh, where i would was, go sorry where where is that i missed where you said it was it's either denmark or, or switzerland okay yeah i believe yeah, that it's would switzerland. Be a beautiful place to go and like when it comes to travel destinations like there's one of the least anxiety Forming destinations is like uh, Denmark, Switzerland, uh, Europe in general, like a lot of European places that you don't really have to worry about. Like the, you know, if, if you get stranded in a, in a country in Europe, it's not so bad. <laughs> but if you get stranded in Texas, really bad. Um, <laughs> I like the idea of Rome. I could just see you running across the aqueduct dressed like Altair or whatever, Ezio Auditore, <laughs> and jumping into a hay. Me? Style. No. That'd be hilarious. Um, yeah, we could run along the aqueducts. We could go see the uh, the Elon Musk Zuckerberg fight at the Coliseum, you know. Uh, Zucka? That's where they wanted to have the fight up in the Coliseum, mm-hmm. which is, what is the Coliseum? It's an arcade, dude. It's an arcade. The arches. I didn't realize that. It's technically classified an arcade, and it's a place of entertainment. It's a theater. Yeah. That's true. Whoa, in historical sense, arcades are usually arches um, right. that signify that are, create a loggia, which is usually a, a path that you can get in out of the rain. Robert Loggia. Robert Loggia. He invented the uh, the uh, indoor marketing. I'm Robert Loggia. Put a fucking sign above it. <laughs> you work for me, don't you? That's all I can remember is him and Big. <laughs> yeah. 
I love Tom Hanks, man, in that. Oh, so, it's not even uh, the Tom Hanks. No. So um, another another part of this uh, Breath of Fresh Air, I want to ask you another question. Sure. Um, where is your everyone? This is something that's like in popular culture a lot. Um, your your happy place, like you know, in your mind, like go to your happy place. You know that whole like that trope. What, where Snuggle is it? Up. Where is it Snuggle in your <laughs> snuggling up on that couch with you, buddy? Right behind you. Oh, you got a look at that mirror, right? No, no. Got, um, got a mirror. So you know what's weird? <laughs> New Hampshire. New Hampshire is my happy place. Really? Yeah. I have another friend who 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 lives in Mass that really wants to live in in Massachusetts. Like, or sorry, and she wants to live in New Hampshire. She's lived in Massachusetts her whole life, and her her car is like really messed up. I, I keep saying like, yeah, come, come visit. Like, I'll show you around Littleton. Like, it's awesome. And, and she, she's like, no, my car is messed up. I, I can barely make it to work. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like, I hate. I, that's why I hate. Like, uh, New England is big, but it doesn't feel it. Sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't feel it. But like, if your car is a little bit messed up, even driving like, forty five minutes feels kind of, out of the question. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to get stuck on the interstate and have something happen and. And you're yeah. thankfully we have cell phones now, so you're okay. But like, yeah, it's just it's desolate. It's the void out here, man. You don't want to get stranded. The uh, the cost in our lives used to be time, and now it's money, because everything's everything's like accessible now, but it's it's more money than time. It used to be you got stranded on the highway. Well, better grab your better grab your good shoes and just get to walking. You know, and then then what it would cost you is time. It'd take you like several hours to get to the next, the nearest like station that had a phone. And then you'd call someone and be like, "Oh yeah, it's back on, on this this right right near this exit." And and I need you to come out and meet me there, or come pick me up at this gas station, and then we'll drive back to it. And now you have to have like a subscription to AAA, and they'll get there pretty quick. You know, usually within an hour. And but it'll cost you like three hundred bucks or something, so it's it's interesting that like you don't want to get stranded, but also, it's more accessible now. But you better be not poor. <laughs> well, you know my car um has like I think it has like OnStar features and shit. Like it yeah. knows when you've crashed and stuff, and it like just be like, oh that dude's crashed and he's passed out and like better, better call. Send, him. Yeah, like it's wild. Like they'll yeah they'll call. Are you okay? And it's like. Like the computer, I don't even think I pay for it. Like it just is like a thing that happens. Like, yeah, it's like sometimes it's included with your vehicle when you when you buy it. Yeah. Um. So your happy place is New Hampshire, really. Like when you when you want to escape somewhere in your mind, and you have to calm yourself down. You imagine being like surrounded by the mountains in New Hampshire, or do you picture more downstate in New Hampshire? Um. Like the lake re the lakes region. Like that, so that artist retreat we went on, for instance. Yeah, I picture, like, I think the Laconia area. Mm -hmm. I think uh, fun spots near there and stuff. And when I was a kid, we didn't travel much at all. And so when we did, the two furthest places we went, <laughs> it's funny already, isn't it? We're yeah. St. Agot, Maine, which is like, literally takes five and a half hours to drive if you're my father up it's like right at the top of maine my uncle lived there and that was fun it was like in the potato fields and it felt like 
a different world. Their house was like an old gas station, dude. It had the awning. It was wild. Like that had been converted into a house. And it was just like going into a different world or video game or Dungeon and Dragons or something. It just didn't feel like the woods. We didn't we didn't go many places. So it was like going anywhere like, oh. was huge. But then I had an aunt and uncle that lived in Laconia. And so every year we'd go and, and these places were places that were different because when we traveled there, they were so far, we'd stay the night. Oh yeah. So that I have was to do that pretty too. often as well. Yeah. So we'd, we'd stay the night and then um, go back the next day. And it felt, so unreal and we never stayed in hotels until I, I i my first hotel i stayed in i was like 23 years old and it was yeah it was abso and i stayed in a hotel wow and we went on a trip that was like my first trip out like we started taking trips um with her because with my father's anxiety and whatnot it in the not having tech for GPS and stuff and not liking the drive on highways shit. Um, yeah, we just didn't do this. He'd have a panic attack going to Portland later in life. You know, oh, it's like, I yeah. don't know where the fuck I am. And I'm like, it's right there, dude. Yep. Like that's, we're just trying to go to Toys R Us, brother. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> me. I used to collect a, I'm picturing a little, to... <laughs> a little CP talking like that. <laughs> The sad thing is, the sad thing is, I was I, I was twenty one. I was twenty one years old. Oh, so I was like, weren't little, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, well, I, it was like my birthday weekend, and uh, we went oh. down to Portland for something. I was hanging out with my my friend Dan at the time, and yeah, I, I collected a lot of toys then. So I, mm -hmm. we didn't have a Toys R Us in Central Maine, so that was the first time I really got to go to Toys R Us too, like about that age. So it's like 21, 21 when I first went to Toys R Us, like <laughs> I really stunted dude. I went to college at 29 and graduated. My yeah. Yeah. I was, I've always been a little bit behind. Uh, and a lot of it's just how we, how I grew up in my family. Mm -hmm. So when I went to New Hampshire, it was very special because uh, I got to go down there, stay the night. It was beautiful. It was like Maine, but it was a bit different mm -hmm. and and we had weird there was weird shit i'm like whoa look at that pirate's cove look at that bumper boats that's cool oh weir's pier there are arcades everywhere oh fun spot and i never got to go into fun spot until i was an adult and then i realized this is the arcade mecca so these these places become um really sentimental because they've held up on like some of the culture that is lost too like arcades before mm -hmm. barcades became kind of normalized um it was the only place to go. And Arcades. then you'd see like cas Castle in the Clouds. You guys don't have as much coast. I think you have like 13 miles of coast. So it's all about the inland promotions. You have bulletin boards. It's illegal to have bulletin boards in Maine. I'm like, whoa, that illegal. shit. Yeah, we can't have bulletin boards, dude. It's, it's against our ordinance or whatever. You won't see really bulletin boards like you see in New Hampshire and uh, in like Massachusetts and stuff. Check, check it out next time you're driving through. Um, yeah. Um... New Hampshire does have like uh, sorry Vermont also has that too where oh. yeah with the with the weird liberal uncle smoking weed <laughs> weird, we, with the weird liberal uncle yeah. <laughs> well and speak and speaking of uncles that was the thing I went and visited my aunt and uncle mm -hmm. and my mom's sister she uh, she didn't live very long she battled cancer uh, a lot and um, she hung on into her fifties. And she, but she had remarried this man 
His name was Dick. <laughs> and my uncle his name, Dick. His name was your your uncle Dick. My uncle Dick. But Dick was was um come to find out manic depressive. He had oh. emotion emotional kind of issues. But because of that, much like my friends that I talked about earlier, this dude supported me in my writing and my art in a way that nobody did. Oh. And it it was so encouraging and he'd geek out and he'd be like, Yeah. I'm writing this story and he, you know, he was just like us now. He's like, I got this story. And then he'd be like, Hey dude, look at this thing I'm building. It's a, it's the Lake Winnipesaukee whale watch and it's a plane. And, and he, and I have some things I'll show you sometime. These, these wooden cars that he made for my grandfather that I inherited. And he was very crafty. Um, he had trains that would go into the wall. Like it, he cut black oh felt and it, and it looked like there was a tunnel going into it made out of wood. And it was, and I That's adapted fantastic. some, yeah, I adapted some of that stuff like later on. And so he was such an encouraging guy. Um, he, he really made me feel for one of the first times that it was okay to be this version, this CP and, that's why rise in mind is so important to me because dick's not here anymore oh <laughs> he i i lost contact with him dick's gone dick's gone i think he spiraled and i think he died very bad like i and i think he was messing up a lot in life after died a not okay death yeah i just like he was just i don't know man i heard lots of stuff and it wasn't great and he didn't live super long either like my lived much longer after her um and he loved her man like i never saw someone pour out so much affection towards someone where he'd write these he had this beautiful frame picture of her with this poem that he had written and to see like the manifestation of someone's mind to see them be so vulnerable um he was such an inspiration uh I, I owe that guy everything. So um, now that he's not here, I said, you're, you're dick now. You're her dick now. You're dick now. So, um, so anyone, you know, anyone will always be encouraged by me. Well, if you're like, I'm going to go shoot the neighbor. I'm like, oh, hold on, dude. Don't nope. Maybe uh, don't. Let's Maybe think don't. about that. They're Don't assholes. I, I know they're assholes, but come on. Uh, so have you tried not? But if, but if you want to write your book, if you want to make art, if you want to be just generally weird, if you want to be a little annoying, if you want to interrupt me in conversation, it's all allowed. Because I I know you're coming from a a good place. Uh, Hexy the other day, she's like, I've got a bad habit. I tend to finish people's sentences. I go, that's ADHD shit. You know, it's just uh, just, she's not diagnosed with it. With it. Yeah, that's she's a, not diagnosed with that, but like that's a behavior. That's a but get I like on with it. it. Well, I tell her, I go, no, you can do that to me because I find it connecting. Get on with it. Yeah, I find it connecting that you're you're thinking enough to know what I'm saying. I'm meandering about the point, and as far as an efficient and quick conversation, yeah, let's fucking roll through this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah finish this. When the Baron and I get together, it's like we finish each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what? Yeah, whatever. You get this part, and we're just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. But man, we go through some shit fast. He's efficient yeah. with conversation. So my, I'm going to answer my question now. <laughs> That's okay. That went fucking super deep. But yeah, so New Hampshire, go, strangely enough. That did go deep. So like, so, how, does, how does the last thing you said connect to coming to New Hampshire, just so that we bring it around? 
Well, I meant you might have missed the part. They were from Laconia, New Hampshire. Oh, they were okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. So that was where I visited New Hampshire, and in New Hampshire, felt like it had the castle in the clouds. It has dragons. It has a you know, you know, fun spot has the dragon on the sign. As a kid, I was like, wow, big bulletin boards, big images. It's it's like very expressive. And then I had these people who were really encouraging me to be creative and artistic. And I go, this is a nice place with nice people. And and you know what? Every time I've gone to New Hampshire, it's beautiful, and I meet nice people. The White Mountains, hiking the White Mountains was one of the most beautiful experiences I ever had, so I never forget it, and that's where I, it's the highest elevation in New England, so if the world flooded, that's where the Dreamers Arcade would be. And then, fuck, dude, I met Lumbergs, and they're right in the same area, and I'm like, dude, you know the place they live in? It's just like my aunt and uncle's place. Oh, that's cool. And it's like, it's flipped. It's a reverse version of it. And I was like, whoa, this is just like my aunt and uncle's place. And it just feels so cool. And now it's like, I met you and I'm meeting all these cool people. We do the retreats on Lake Winnipesaukee now. And I'm like, this place is fucking heaven. So that's the place you've been. It's always good and feels great. And it's like, it's relaxing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's got good people. And I feel like it's, I don't know. I feel like it, it, it rejuvenates a creative energy. Yeah. And my brother-in-law goes down to haunted houses and he's taken me down there. And so I've had good memories with him and his friends, like on these outages mm-hmm. and it's just been nothing but good times. Well, mine is, uh, Maine. No, <laughs> oh, well, here, damn it. here's the thing. Like you answered the question in a very interesting way because I was more going along the lines of, like meditatively, um, like where do you go to calm yourself down in your in your head? Would New Hampshire still be the answer? Is like for for me, it's the it's Sometimes. it's so it's such like a uh, a big like ambiguous. It's like a feeling. It's like I calm my nerves down to the point where I can control them, and I try to simulate the feeling of being on a raft in the middle of a lake and i tried to simulate that like undulation of the the waves like going over my body until that's all i can focus on and in, then and and then i'm and then i well if you're taking it that way enjoy but what i <laughs> undulation, the up and down undulation, the, the, the undulation. The fluids all over my body <laughs> drift slowly into ecstasy Fluids oh, all over my body. <laughs> now it's funny all you mention that because body. my buddy, my, <laughs> my buddy I, thirty, my buddy thirty-two, that would be a nightmare scenario. He doesn't ever want to be in water. He hates the water. See, water's my that's my happy place. It's like I, I can just if I'm having trouble sleeping, that's what I do is I, I, I do my de- like my deep breathing and then I try to imagine how that feels, and before I know it, it's morning. Like I, I. I've fallen asleep and I wake up. Um, yeah, I, I like, I like for those water of you, as well. Fun fact for those of you who are, are new to the show, I think I mentioned this once before, is that my brain doesn't let me experience my dreams when I'm asleep. So it feels like I blink and then wake up. Damn, dude. And uh, I got to help tell you me with that somehow. People tell me I do sleep. Uh, sorry, people tell me I do dream because I'll talk in my sleep once in a while or I'll, I'll make noise and I'll toss and turn. But to me, from my perspective, 
I it's like I blink and then it's morning and I'm like, oh, OK, cool. Existence again. OK, let's go. Which is which is absolutely <laughs> fascinating to me because like I have experienced every dream phenomena that is listed from lucid dreams as a child to uh, night terrors to sleep paralysis. And I've developed sleeping disorders because of that. Not so much insomnia, but like different like sleep apnea and like, yeah, like my, my brain waking up before my body does, you know, and still dreaming in reality. There, yeah. that's some pretty fucked up shit, man. So some of it's fun, some of it's cool, but the idea of just and then waking up and being like, oh, I'm back. And it's like, what? No, no, no middle, no middle. I mean, I could tell you about a dream after this. It's just like so fucking bizarre. It was such a stress dream. And then it just got so weird. But it all makes sense, you know, but yeah. Yes. I, and I use and I use them as like. The trouble is, I'm glad you don't do that, because like. You know how you get confused in reality, right? With so much going on. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you could add the component of you just had an experience in a dream and that's how you start a new day. And just, you, you're, you're analyzing right out the gate. Like, what did that mean? What did that mean? And then it becomes so real that it starts to become you in your life. I just like thought of experiences. something. What? Of why some of my stress is so high sometimes. Because my brain doesn't let me have that vacation. Mm. The dream the dream vacation, the, the getting away in that way. Um, I feel like we need it. You know? Not even when you blaze it up, dude. You I don't get a little well, vacation, like a little shutdown, like Allow me to which I'm re- ch- rephrase this a little bit, because like there's been my my brain like will let me my mind will let me experience a dream if it feels that it's important for me to get the message. Because I'll have these like really big like Lord of the Rings level of dreams like once every six months or, or like uh-huh. and, and it'll be something really big and profound and there's a story like there's even a short um, there's like a one-off comic I want to do of the, this experience I had with this wolf this dream that kept reoccurring for like the span of oh. span of like three weeks or so. This wolf oh, was no. trying to get me to come yeah. go through this like dimensional portal. And, and, wolves, and in dude. this in this dream I had a I had a sword and it was just on my back in a sheath. I never actually used it in the dream. Fuck um, that wolf up, dude. No, it was, it was, uh, it turned out that, um, so I'm going to get into a little bit of woo shit. Uh, those of you who are listening, I completely, um, it's okay if you don't believe in what I'm about to talk about, but I believe in it and it helps me sort of quantify my world. Um, <laughs> yeah, we all believe different it, yeah, shit. And it's, like, let, it's it, fine. I, uh, got into this, um, this, this group where we were sort of practicing this new methodology of, um green zone to red zone and like if you're in the red zone how do you get back to the green zone like emotionally and this this ideology was like very useful this methodology was incredibly useful for my life and during one of the meditative sessions that i was doing with this group um they they touched on like there's a being 
and the, that being is, is there to help you and protect you. That being is, some, is, is trying to send you a message. And this like little switch got flipped in my brain and the wolf showed up. And it was like, hey, oh. it was the same wolf, the black wolf with the gold eyes, slightly glowing eyes. Jesus. And, uh, and, it, and it just said, it asked why I wasn't following it. And I said, because the other side looked really, I was scared. And it said, you don't need to fear me or the destination. You just have to follow. I would have been like, why aren't you following me? Because you're a fucking wolf. Get out of here and start kicking it in the you're ass. Wolf? So the, the, wolf, the wolf symbology is, um, I've resisted it my whole life. You know why? Because it's, it's such a masculine thing. There's so, so many like bad examples of the masculine sort of uh, persona they wear the wolf t-shirts and they have the wolf tattoos. And even in Norse mythology, the wolf is seen as the, the one who bites the hand of, of the God of, of war in Norse, Norse mythology. Fen, Fenris I thought, or Fenrir. I thought, I thought they came with Ragnarok to devour the moon. That's um, two other wolves. Those are different wolves than Fen, yeah, Fenrir. Those, those are the wolves that hang out in my dreams. Yeah. So the, the wolf in my dream, I didn't, I didn't trust it because it sort of represented sort of a masculine edge to my life that I've, I've been resisting my whole life because it, I've been told by society that because I am a man, that I am dangerous. And if I'm dangerous, then I'm, I need to be feared. And if there's something about me that needs to be feared, then I don't want to be feared. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to not be that. And there were examples where that, there were times when that helped. So this, uh, this, we can talk more about this in, a, in an episode where we can talk about dreams for the whole episode. I would love to do that. But yeah, basically, to, to, big one. this dream was incredibly important for me. And it did take me to a place where I was allowed to sort of reassess, um, reassess sort of what my life was and where I was going with it. And a really creepy thing happened during this time period, too, um, where... A woman I was seeing at the time, like, was into some really weird stuff. And like during during a uh, during a passionate moment with her, she whispered in my ear and said, "She said I am the wolf." And I was like, "Nope, I'm going. I'm leaving. Bye." And yeah, she, but and the she, thing and is, she didn't I, know. I, she didn't know what was going on female... in my head. There's a female connection with the wolf too, though. I don't, I yeah. can't think of what it is like in, in like a South American culture, right? Like Spanish, like, I think there's some, there's like something. Shakira sings about the wolf and like, uh, there's something in the it's culture. Not, yeah, and, it's not inherently uh, masculine. There's just a lot of, uh, there's just a lot of negative masculine connotations in our society where they say I'm the alpha mm. and all this shit. And that's completely wrong. And that's the wolf. And that's the wolf. That's what they say, but. Mm. So uh, I'm to, gonna just, to sort of wrap I, up that story, I, I, just for the, the sake of this episode, I want to say that this this meditation where the the wolf came to me, I realized that it's it's a guardian, and it's just trying to help guide me to um, my safe place, which turned out to be a forest clearing by a lake with you know a starry sky. And that's where I go now whenever I feel like I need to be calm. And like, that's my happy place now. And the wolf is there. 
whenever I'm there, but it's not, it's no longer a fear thing. It's more of a, like, it's a symbol of what's actually strong within me. Oh, that's cool, man. And I only shit talk the wolf because when I was a kid, it's media that ruined the wolf. Benji the hunted Benji was getting chased by this wolf and it was like, Oh, that thing is scary. Yeah. And then, uh, the never ending story. You've sent me clips from this, the nothing. Yeah. The nothing. Dude, and he succumbs to the gloom or whatever, basically. Yeah, they or actually the, said that, yeah, it's the, the, the darkness or the nothing. It's it's all that, yeah, it's that, that internal darkness like that, that, that takes sucks the life out yeah. of you. And but what the nothing is talking about is actually liberating. It's sort of taking the role of Lucifer of like, I'm trying to free you by showing you this truth. Or Trent, like Trent, you know, yeah. in a sense. Yeah, like that kind of idea that it's just like all over and this so, whole structure. <laughs> Breath, breath of fresh air. Um, yeah, we're, we're just watch, trying to free you. We're trying to free you using truth. <laughs> but so, well, those two movies made me scared of wolf. So, as a okay. child, I had reoccurring dreams. That was my adversary. Yeah. The wolf was always chasing me, or or creepy shit. Like he'd lean up against the house, and he'd look like up, and I'd look down the window, and I'd see this wolf looking at me, and I'd be like, oh! and it was just terrifying. But eventually, the wolf turned into people so you know the wolf the wolf's uh fair fair use now and he's less scary but he still hinges and as far as when you relate the wolf to my dreams he was always a shit heel so sorry wolf you're not a very good guide maybe come on wolf maybe we'll try it again we'll we'll have a breath of fresh air with you and you can come in i forgive you wolf come into my dreams take me to the starry place which uh isn't always new hampshire sometimes it's me flying a kite in the field of my grandfather's uh home as a child or or being at reed state park on this particularly cloudy puffy day and just you just go these places and you go it's chill, man, and there's not a lot of external stuff, and it's mm-hmm. like in your dream, it's just think big. Think of the sky, open your open your mind, breathe in fresh air. When we're trapped in the mines, it's real easy to get hung up on the internal struggle and the reality. I can't get much further than this, and you get to the top. Ah, it's a bigger world out there, and it's uh, it's not always about this, making me this think crazy of, shit in my head. Some some more lore too of like uh, of like the the scene of where our two characters like would come out of the mines and it'd be like this serene like you hear birds and you'd hear well you'd hear creatures because I still have it in my mind that the lore is like it's another planet it's not Earth but it's still uh, still serene when we come out from the mine. I've gone full on earth gloom where it's like the world's destroyed up top and the, or, or the, or the rich live up on the top, you know, in the fresh air. And then we, we mine because uh, the oxygen is so screwed up. We have to get like different types of chemicals and we process them to make like the atmosphere breathable and shit again. Or we've lived in the mines so long that. Yeah. We don't even know that it's up there. It's like folklore. There's cause it's like, it's like the working man or the broken man. It's like, there's no world for me. This is the only world. This is Plato's cave. There is no fresh air. And it's like, well, where do you think all these resources are going? Well, they go for us. Not all of them, dude. And it's like, and then you realize you're at the bottom of the fucking trench and you're like, Oh, there's another substructure and another substructure above me.